The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The collision of common sense and comedy. Is the collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Border Patrol agents rescued a six-year-old Costa Rican boy after he was abandoned on a border road. Temperatures were over 100 degrees. He told agents he was abandoned by his uncle and he was on his way to see his mother in the U.S. Six years old, abandoned in a steaming desert that a couple of days out there would have likely killed him. He's in good condition and he was transported to Tucson for further processing. Have you heard a lot about that story? Border patrol saving a six-year-old illegal boy. Well, they saved him after they separated him from his parents. And see, that's, that's my point. Okay. You're not hearing about this. This kid was out free in the desert and they sent him to jail. Thank you. People all over America travel to places that are hot to vacation. People go to Mexico. Thousands of dollars. dollars. This kid was there. He didn't have to vacation. He was living the life (laughs) in Mexico. Right? I know people that go to to, to Cozumel and uh, some other places. Puerto Vallarta. Puerto Vallarta and... Some other I mean, places. If you go on a game show, that's where you go. That's right. <laughs> that was always that's it, right? Exactly. But they travel there on vacation, and they're heralding these evil border patrol agents as saving him when this kid was free in a vacation paradise, and they locked him up, dragged him in, dragged him right in. off the side of the road. You can't even walk on the side of the road anymore. Right in the desert. We need to abolish. Just stop doing your abolish ice. Who knows? What wonderful things this kid would have discovered in the desert. <laughs> Think of all the amazing things he could have stumbled on. Yeah, abolish ICE. That's the big rallying cry. Dick Durbin, a Democrat leader in the Senate, said we got to abolish ICE. Here we go. Here's Dick Durbin. It's out here and marching. Look By at the way, hold families. on a second. Pause. They were out a big rally in, in uh, Chicago. So here is Dick Durbin. They had wonderful rallies all weekend. Oh, yes. Look at these families. So on the hottest day of the year in Chicago, bringing their kids out here and marching for other families, two-thirds of the American people have said the zero-tolerance policy of Donald Trump separating children from their families is just plain wrong. Okay, hold hold, hold, hold on a second. Yeah, Yeah. you got something there? What's uh, I'm just asking. uh Uh-huh. His old two-thirds of American... Right. That seems like a uh, random stat that I'm not sure is actually. I have never seen that stat process, before. anyways, or whatever. Right, um, and we we have learned over the years that 98.6 percent of all statistics are made up, anyway. So <laughs> I'm not sure if that's made up or not. But did you notice anything else where he said um, they're out there up. marching because they have to end the separation policies of Donald Trump? Okay, Don, Donald Trump did that. They they got their way. After like just a week of protests, this has been like two weeks since he said that. I'd, all right, all right, we won't separate them. They've already started reuniting them. Like a bunch have already been reunited. And there was more, and they're not separating them anymore. But, but we've got to stop. They them. were out there on the hottest day of the year in Chicago to protect uh, other fam. Okay, here we go. 
two-thirds of the American people have said the zero-tolerance policy of Donald Trump separating children from their families is just plain wrong. These folks are okay. going to walk in the streets today to make that point, which is what you do in a democracy. Look, okay. you're a well, senator, and you obviously can have your voice heard, but there are some people who feel very frustrated right now with not being able to make change. We've been talking immigration for quite some time. What can happen? What can be changed now so people can have some sort okay. of relief? Hold it, hold it, hold it. Look at he's a reporter. It's like Dick Staff said, ask him this. Back that up to just the reporter. Listen to the question. <laughs> it's not just bias. It's like they gave him uh, the questions that right. Dick would answer or something Look, like this. You're a senator. This. You obviously can have your voice heard, but there are some people who feel very frustrated right now with not being able to make change. We've been talking immigration for quite some time. Mm -hmm. What can happen? What can be changed now so people can have some sort of relief? <laughs> Let me tell you, I believe in two things. I believe in the you, goodness and things. values of the American people, yes. and I believe in the Constitution. And the whoa, Constitution whoa, whoa, that Dick Durbin believes in the Constitution. Yeah, they all been pulling that out this Breaking news, breaking news. I don't know if I've ever heard him mention that in the past, but again, now he believes in the Constitution. I mean, when I say they all will play other audio clips. Oh, yeah. As the morning progresses, mm -hmm. they pulled the Constitution out of their back pocket all weekend long. Here's what I agonizing. think happened. Here's what I think happened. Agonizing. A lot of us have a junk drawer around the house. You have one in the kitchen, you know, or maybe the one laundry one room. One in the kitchen, one in the laundry bedroom, room. We actually have three at this point, but that's a different story. Five, but one upstairs. One, yeah, 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 you know, you have it. And it's where you go to for batteries. You got an Allen wrench in there, some tape, a bunch of random pens. Uh, a bunch of dirt, a little super suit. super suit, all of that stuff just thrown in there. Right, exactly. Just laying in the drunk junk drawer. Sometimes it gets overfilled and you can't quite open. You got to push the stuff yeah, down yeah. or whatever. You get it just right, though. That's it. And you close pull it. Don't it. look. And sometimes stuff will fall off the back side of the drawer. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. I think that's what happened to the Democrat Party. For like eight, ten years, the Constitution was in the Their drawer. Pocket Constitution it just, slid it back. just right on the back side. And then just in the last couple of weeks, they're like, what is this yellow, crinkly piece of paper thing that's behind the drawer? Oh, my God. The Constitution. Constitution? We the Has anybody read this? This is fantastic. This is amazing. Look at this. This is wow. Wow. This is spectacular. Some amazing ideas. Quick. Let's get this out to everybody. Let's go talk about it. Dick Durbin has found the he believes in two things. Two things. Look, I Goodness believe, of the American look, I people. Two things. And, and I the believe Constitution. in the Constitution. That's it. There it is. And boobs. That's okay, a little more. And the Constitution tells us in November. We get a chance to speak. Does it and say I'm that asking in the people across the United It actually like says absolutely. Uh, line say three, in November four. you get a chance to speak. <laughs> Is that what your constitution says, Dick? Well, it's a constitution. I don't know if it's the constitution. Maybe even his internal constitution. Yeah, it's here. And I believe in the Constitution. And the Constitution tells us Tell in me. November uh -huh. we get a chance to speak. speak. And I'm asking people across the United States, voters, participate. Be part of this election. Don't stay home and curse the television. Sorry. Yeah, but come yeah. on out. Use your uh, citizens' <laughs> right to vote. That's all most the, important. All the ones talking about. <laughs> Don't stay home and curse the television. Sorry. Sorry. I know that's your gig, Sorry. man. Sorry about that. I'm saying this on television. <laughs> Um, and uh, citizens exercising their rights to vote, and some that aren't citizens. Here we go. And I'm asking people across the United Ooh. States, voters, yes. 
participate, be part of this election. Don't stay home and curse the television, sorry, but come on out. Use your uh, citizens' right to vote. That's the most important thing. When I when I walk around here, there's a lot of people with passions. The people brought their children here. They're walking around with signs. They obviously <laughs> want people like yourself to do something. What should you tell the other members of Congress at this point? What should they do to make some change happen? They can either listen today or they're going to hear the message in November. I think the American people are going to speak loudly, that they're sick and tired of what's happening uh, in terms of this yes, immigration policy. Look at yes, ICE. What a group of incompetence. At this point, they're focused more on toddlers than terrorists. They want to, instead of deporting... Okay, fel- hold it. Pause right there. There's so much there. Wow. So much there. Um Number one, the policy's over. It's done. You won, Dick. Take the victory. Go home. Seriously, stop and go off and get a cup of coffee and a donut at 7-Eleven on the way home from the game. You won. Celebrate. Enjoy. Whatever you got to do. But then to say ICE is responsible, he realized that ICE is, um, is a group of people that have a policy, that execute the policy based on somebody else. They're not going rogue. Ice agents are like, we can do whatever the hell we want. We're ice. Well, they just picked up that kid out of the desert for no reason. <laughs> That's true. That's okay. true. I mean, let's look at the facts, Doc. That's a good point. I misspoke on that one. That's uh, all right. Here we go. Look at ice. What a group of incompetence. At this point, they're focused more on toddlers than terrorists. They want to, instead of deporting felons, they want to deport families ah. that are being persecuted by criminals drug epidemic in our history and instead of focusing on stopping bad drugs from coming in and stopping dirty drug money from going out they're focusing on separating kids from their families senator i hear the passion in your voice what are you going to tell these people today (laughs) here's the good news for this crowd no politicians will be speaking they're going to be members of uh, the clergy and uh, those representing the families Uh, we'll be in the crowd as we should be I hope taking back the message to Washington that it's time to put an end to this cruel and incompetent policy. Incompetent policy. There you go. And, uh, Senator, just one more question. What's your website and where can people donate to your campaign? Let's make sure to get that out there. We want to make sure to throw that out there. Uh, I'm really frustrated by the calls uh, to to disband ICE. ICE has got to go away, all of this stuff. Number one. The policy has changed. ICE is no longer separating people as an official policy. If you have an ICE agent that has gone rogue and not doing their job, fine. They should be punished like anybody who's not doing their job. If you believe, you know, they're fine. But to say the entire agency, because based on a policy that doesn't exist anymore, which is it? Is it the policy and they are now, ex- Donald Trump is still has this policy, has directed them to do this? And they've uh, he's gone rogue. Have the agents individually gone rogue? Has the has the department gone rogue? What is it? Supposedly, Trump said we're not separating families anymore, and they've begun to reunite the families that were quote unquote separated. Now, has I said you know what? Screw that. We're still separating. That's what they would have you believe. Yeah, absolutely. And look, there's so there's another so much is that that we 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 don't we never really wanted to separate families and when we did it was only for a short period of time uh, to try to figure out if they're actual family uh are are where are you headed why are you coming into this country i donald trump said it either on friday or sometime this weekend and and it, i i agree with it 100% yes we should stop all of this at the at the border we just turn them around and send them back right then. Right, That's exactly. Where I'm at. That's yeah, where I, I'm there. 
I'm at that point now. There no. it is. Done. No. If you are if you are coming here seeking asylum, mm-hmm. you'll go through the gate. There it is. You'll go through the gate and say, I need help, and I'm my family is being persecuted, and I need help, which then will take will take you through the process. You come across uh, the Rio Grande. You Sorry. come across whatever little river. Turn around. Goodbye. We saw the video of the news report last week of uh, them walking along with the border patrol, and the border patrol agent was saying, uh, "Yeah, take a look. This is a main. This is a main entrance way. They all sneak across, and then we finally see them sneaking across. And he chases the 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 runner. He chases the coyote. That coyote gets in his boat and starts crossing the river. Our guy can't do anything. Nope. His hands are tied. Done. Once they're in the river, he's done." Are you kidding me? Blow up another boat, put the people that just landed on this side in it, and shove it off. There you go. Goodbye. You mean inflate another boat, not explode another no, boat? No, blow up. I don't care. I just blow wanted up, to clarify, his, make sure. Okay. Blow up his and inflate another one. That's okay, fine. that's fine. Yes, gotcha. Uh, yes. No, it's pretty simple. Okay, so you complain because they're separating the families. So he said, okay, we're going to keep the families together. And then half of them missed the point to just keep banging the drum that we're separating families and then the others are out there saying well yeah you have them together but they're incarcerated together why are you incarcerating these families so you're right jeffy here it is uh we're not going to let you cross and if you do somehow cross we're just gonna pick you up and just throw you right across the border thanks for coming you can't come in this way. That's it. It's We're like sorry. it's like putting the cat out of the house, right? You just open the door and you throw them back out. They sneak in, you just open the door and throw them right back out. That's what it is. <laughs> Toss them right across the river. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Some little ejection platform. Um, I'm thinking like one of those uh, T-shirt cannons, but for people. <laughs> okay. Right? You see the human cannons for years at the uh, circus, whatever, just right across the river. Oh, I'm okay with that. I've uh, my, I've said for forever that we should build a giant wall and just make it a destination. And a have destination? Rest, have, have restaurants and everything, a destination right there at the wall. And if they if they climb across the wall, you put them in a giant slingshot. Pew. It's just right over there. That's it. I think It's pretty nice simple. Day. I don't know why it's that big of a deal anyways. All right, I'm going to get a break in, and then we come back. We have some audio from Maxine Waters. Oh, good, because I'm sure it'll mm-hmm. be good. Now, quite often, if you know there's uh, audio from Maxine Waters coming, you have to listen. It's going to be a real annoying thing. And this may be a little bit annoying, but I think um, the joy, the little gems, the little nuggets that she busts out from this weekend, uh, trumps the joy. She was on fire in L.A., no question. Out again, because they were out all weekend as part of Occupy Ice. That's the movie, Occupy Ice. Is that what they're calling it, Yeah, yeah, Occupy Ice. Oh, my gosh. Come on, guys. You you don't have a better marketing term? (sighs) That's, I mean, at least Occupy, Occupy was something new. Nice. The Tea Party was something new. BLM, something new. This is all you got? Weak, weak. Nice. They obviously don't have the same uh, Soros money. Right. Because they don't. They haven't marketed it the same. Get some money we from George. Uh, focus group the thing. You know, a room with the, you know, two-way glass where I'll people give you, are I'll give, you, I'll give you one off the top of my head. Okay, go. Melt ice. <laughs> Just off the top of my head. Okay, I like it, kid. Melt ice. Go. What's it stand for? It's got to be an acronym, though. We got to say it's an acronym. Me enlightening something with an L. Give me an L. I need an L, and then we're a T. You start working on the T. This group's working on the L. We'll get it done. I get a quick break in back with more of the Morning Blaze. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.
the collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. You know, we had uh, Maury from uh, Patriot Mobile a while ago when he first came in and started um, advertising the broadcast, told us how Patriot Mobile was conceptualized. A group of guys got together and they, they read a story that there was a mobile company that was started just to funnel all of its profits into doing the work of progressives. They said, we're going to start this up, we'll take all of the profits, and we will funnel them to progressive causes, in particular progressive candidates at the time. And this was during the 2010 or 12 uh, election, and it worked. They realized that there was a bunch of money that was funneled into these districts that ended up tipping the scale in favor of some of these progressives. And they're like, we got to do something, and maybe we can make some money too. So they started up Patriot Mobile, and it's been really successful for them. They have really crushed it because they have great products and services. They always give you a great deal. You can get unlimited nationwide coverage uh, for just $20 a month. You've got uh, great deals on phones, amazing people, and amazing coverage. Their customer service is top-notch. So please change over today, patriotmobile.com slash doc. That's patriotmobile.com slash doc. You will be so happy you did. It's good people doing good work. PatriotMobile.com slash doc. We did find out just uh, last week, specifically Credo Mobile, the one that was started to funnel those money, those people are the ones as part of their Credo action. Because, you know, that's the, I'm sure the 501c3 or four, whatever it is to funnel money from Patriot. That's that's who gets the job done for the evil corporation, uh, that they are the ones that are sending people to protest at member of members of Trump's cabinet's house and also ICE. They're the ones who are actually going out and standing there going, oh, yeah, you're separating families. They're the ones who went into the restaurant and said, All right. oh my gosh. you're eating at the Mexican, at the restaurant. Mexican restaurant. Seriously? Yes. How dare you? So please help out and switch to Patriot Mobile today. PatriotMobile.com slash doc or 800-A-PATRIOT. All right. On to Maxine Waters. Auntie Maxine out in Los Angeles. Again, occupying ice. Speechifying. Here we go. Oh, she was great. Donald Trump, you think you can get away with everything, but you have gone too far when you're trying to break up families in the way that you do. I don't care whether you're Democrat or Republican. I don't care what nationality you are. I don't care what ethnic group you are. We all love the children, and we're going to stand by them. All loving the children. Some of us know the history of those who have separated children okay hold, hold on C- hold on hold on a second hang on can i remind everybody that we're not separating children trump turned the policy around did they yeah, but, it was, but she knows the history did did they schedule them for these events and then donald trump rescinded the policy and they're like we got nothing we got no we just right, go ahead like it wasn't here's what we're gonna do I want you to go out and just pretend like nothing happened. Exactly. <laughs> right. That's what like they're doing. Happened. And they know they I think they did not expect him to change the policy. And they saw that they were really doing well. They were getting a lot of traction with this. And they're like, we'll just act like he didn't change it. Yeah. And there's probably a lot of people who do not know that he changed the I'm policy. Sure they, I'm sure. So they're like, just keep beating the drum. Event. This is help of the blue wave. Okay. So again, the policy has changed, but she remembers. Okay. Here we go. Some of us 
know the history of those who have separated children from mm -hmm. their parents. Mm -hmm. As an African-American woman, oh, I was raised on the stories raised about what stories. happened. Okay, wait, wait, wait. What, what's on the stories You caught something. Huh? She was raised by what? No, raised on the stories. So she what saw happened. what. No, no. Uh -huh. no. Her parents right. told her stories. Stories. Or her family members uh -huh, or friends uh -huh, uh -huh. or... She didn't uh, actually see she, it. No, she didn't see it. There was no separating was of raised, her either. She, she was, was raised, not. No, she was with her family. Are you kidding me? I mean, weren't we all raised on stories of things that... We absolutely were. I mean, Elizabeth Warren was raised on a story that her family was part Native American. And that's 100% true. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's true. okay. She was raised on the stories. Of, she was okay. raised on the stories. Wow, you're really trying to personalize this, and it's not really personal. In fact, it's not personal at all. As an African-American woman, <laughs> I was raised on the stories about what happened on the auction block when they auctioned off oh. Africans. Okay. They took yeah. the fathers, so and they sent them one place. They took the mothers, and they sent them another place. They took the children, the boys, to work in the farms and to work in the fields and the girls to work on domestic matters in the big house. Well, we overcame that. We fought against that. We marched. We fought. And we won. And we're going to win again. Yes, here's the thing. She, she didn't fight that. No. She was not. Maxine was not out there in Lynchburg, you know, you know, fighting against the auction block or anything. No, she, wasn't. she wasn't. She wasn't there. She, we fought. That's, wow, taking a lot of credit for something that you really were not a part of. Well, she shared stories. Oh, that's true. That's okay, true. So, okay, okay. Here are we you go. saying the stories Donald were lies? We are sick and tired of you. We have no fear. You will not intimidate us. We're coming right at you, and we're saying to you. Yeah. Yeah. We're saying to you oh. that the Constitution of the United States there of America gives us the right to Thank protest, you. and protest we will. Who said they can't protest? We're saying to you, Donald Trump, you may not understand the Constitution of the United States. You <laughs> may not have respect for the Constitution oh of the gosh. United States, but we're going to teach you a lesson. And the lesson that we're going to teach you is yes, this. Yes. We understand the Constitution because we fought for it. We respect the Constitution right. because it is what has held us in good stead despite the people who act like you. And so because we know the Constitution. So many words. We understand the Constitution. We understand First Amendment rights. We're going to be in these streets until the children are reconnected with their parents. Let's go home. Members of Congress who are intimidated. I have no fear. I'm in this fight. Uh, see, here's the thing. She canceled a couple and of appearances because there were supposedly death threats against her. She canceled. Hold on a second. Yeah. She canceled some death threats, which I don't blame her. I get it. Whatever. But you can't do that and then say I have no fear. You clearly have fear. Which she most definitely does. And pretty sure she, Maxine is. Well enough to, I mean, have security. Oh, yeah, sure. But not armed security. There we go. Talking no, about kicking me out of Congress. Talking about shooting me. Talking about hanging me. Oh, stop. Who's talking about that? All I have to say is this. Yes, yes. If you shoot me, you better shoot straight. 
There's nothing like a wounded animal. Wait, did she just call herself an animal? Did she well, just say? No, well, well, if obviously she didn't call herself an animal, she was using that as a as an example. However, you're a hundred percent right <laughs> that if someone else had called, yes. said that, used that analogy, they would be all over them today. What kind of calling, animal? What kind of animal what is she? What are you she? getting at? Yes, that's it. Oh my it, gosh, yeah. you're 100%. so she's not an animal, but if she gets shot, then she's a wounded animal. Wounded animal. You're, you're like what kind of wounded animal? She's transitioning into she's an animal when she gets right. shot. Yeah, agonizing. She, oh my god, you better shoot straight. It's nothing. So Maxine would become more dangerous if wounded. The 112 year old woman. The morning blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. Culturally diverse morning show on the radio, hosted by a white guy. It's the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. I am prepared to make whatever sacrifices needed to be made. I am not about to let this country go by the way of Donald Trump. We are sick and tired of him. He's been there too long. They dare me to say impeach him. Today I say impeach 45. Impeach 45. to say it? She's the one who said it and said she didn't said it. Say she it. continues to say it. Right. Okay. This is not your country to do with whatever you want to do. This country belongs to all of us. Uh-huh. And because we know that. Mm-hmm. And we understand that. Yes. And we respect our families. We believe in keeping families together. You do. We have great respect for the fact that people get up every day going to work, doing everything that they can to provide a decent living and safety for their children and their fa- parents. And I want you to know that we are not going to allow you to not understand that, to dis- disrespect that. Wait. We are up. And we are strong. We are fighting, Uh and we know that we're right. Right. We are going to keep up Uh this fight. We are going to keep up this challenge. We are going to be in the faces of all of those who don't get it, who don't understand it. We are going to make them come to the moment when they will say, my goodness, I guess those people really meant it. I guess they really fought for what they really believed in. And we're going to have to get out of the way because if we don't, they're going to push right straight through and they're going to make sure, they're going to make sure that this country lives up to its promise. We will work, work, work until we bring the children back and connect them with their parents. Okay, there it is. There it is. Uh, your thoughts, Jeff Fisher. Well, you're done. I'd like to hear, can we play, go back to where she said, um, where she starts to say we will uh, push through and all that stuff. Is that, that what we, she, she talks about? We will force you yeah, to it was, understand. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, right. that sounds. Uh, first of all, even if you're not talking physically or physical violence, that is very bizarre. We're going to force you. We'll, we'll make you understand. Yeah, that's that's not the way the country works. Again, even if you're not talking physical violence, that's not how not how it works. We're going to force you to understand and do and blah blah. Okay, uh, all right. So, I, Let's see what we got here. Yeah. Today I 
Let's say Donald Trump, this is not your country mm-hmm. to do with whatever you want to do. This country belongs to all of us. Okay, well, we know that. Thank you. And because we know that, and we understand that, and we respect our families, we believe in keeping families yeah. together. We have great respect for the fact that people get up every day going to work, doing everything that they can to provide a decent living and safety for their children and their fa- parents. And I want you to know Here that we are not going to allow you We're not to going not to allow understand you. that, to dis- disrespect that. We are up and we are strong. We are fighting and we know that we're right. We are going to keep up this fight. We are going to keep up this challenge. We are going to be in the faces of all of those who don't get it, who don't understand it. Yes, I don't get it. We are going to make them come to the moment when they will say, my goodness, I guess those people really meant it. I guess they really... Where you get to a point and say, my goodness, I guess those people really meant it. <laughs> that does sound like veiled uh, violence or something. illegal activity, something. something. I know. I, okay, that's all. I don't understand. But anyways, that's the attitude out there. And uh, her, uh, Dick Durbin and the others, it is completely about the election. That's all this is. That's that's what they're doing right here. This is not about the children's. It's not about any of that stuff. Again, uh, half the stuff that, that we are going to be out here until Donald Trump stops separating people. All right, already done. You could go home. There's nothing to see here. It's already it's over. It's like saying, done. thank you. We are going to be here until we beat the Cleveland Browns. Okay, okay done. We're done. You're done. Thank you don't you. even show up. I mean, I thank don't even know you. why you're going. Thank you. We're uh, done. I mean, I guess there's obligations, so you show up, but uh, then you just go home. Yeah, it's already happened. This is only about getting elected. And it's it's pretty disgusting. It's pretty awful. They're playing on the the seriousness of, of families being separated and children and people that are suffering. The reason people are walking through the desert, yes, they want a better life. Their lives are pretty awful. You don't see rich people walking through the desert to come to America. There are rich people in Mexico and Central America and South America. They're not the ones. These are people who who need help and are struggling. And that's the reason we have a proper legal system for immigrating to america the whole thing's out there so i get it that's fine they they're not interested in those people they're not caring they're simply using the people that are suffering as poster children so they can get elected yes if not they wouldn't be talking about separating families anymore and good luck look good luck they 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 i think they may be finally realizing a little bit that uh they've got to while this is still beats up donald trump it's also some kind of a policy that they can fight against mm-hmm. and argue against because I think they've you know they've gone too far on just beating up Trump for every possible thing you can mm-hmm. think of, no matter what the man gets out of bed on the wrong side of the bed. I hate him. Um, so, and I, I really do. I, I don't think they. I don't necessarily believe that there's going to be a blue wave. No, but that's what they're gunning for here. That's no what they luck. hope. That this level of anger, they got to get people angry. That's that's what they. And it's, if they're not angry enough about Trump, they need to hone, uh, focus in on this stuff. I mean, a couple of weeks ago or months ago, it was that David Hogg kid, and they were all going full anti-gun David Hogg kid. Now that's off, and it's full separation. And they're, it's polling. They're out there seeing what works for him. Obviously, this worked. <laughs> it worked, or Trump wouldn't have changed on top of it. 
So obviously it was working. He got off pretty quickly, and there you are. Uh, by the way, so Maxine, that was her over the weekend. Then she ended up being interviewed by that Joy Reid chick on, was that Sunday morning? AM Joy. Oh, yeah. MSNBC. I, I, don't, I don't miss that show. No, way. no. Um, she was asked about Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi distancing themselves from her comments about, um, you know, taking it to the streets, where it was kind of, are you talking about violence? You know, get in oh, their yeah. face, push back, all that. I will give her as much credit or understanding as possible and say, no, she did not say violence. And you could mean push back as verbal or, uh, you know, civil disobedience type of things, things that are not violent. But the way she said it, it probably means violence. Yes. And on top of which, again, like the uh, her animal uh, analogy. Would she give us the benefit of the doubt? No. If I, if I had to push back against Trump, get in his face, get in his administration, or uh, Obama, she would have wigged out. No, of course. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry. Of course wigged she would have wigged probably. out. Because yeah, am I the only one that wants to just pick up the wig when she's I know talking? I want to, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I do. Right, so, yeah, she uh, wigged out. That's probably the appropriate one. Anyway, so they asked her about that, about her comments, and she said uh, uh, Chuck and Nancy, they have to do what they have to do because their leadership. Yeah, they don't want to lose their power. They don't want to lose their power. That's what it is. She said, you know, I was surprised that Chuck Schumer, you know, reached into the other house to do that. Comment on her, in other words, because he's in the Senate. But one of these things I recognize being an elected official is in the final analysis, you know, leadership like Chuck Schumer's will do anything that they think is necessary to protect their leadership. True. That is true. However, um, you know, she was never, obviously she was never named. You know, so Chuck was just dissing himself. With and so was Nancy. You know, they were saying, "No, we don't mean we don't want violence." But are you sure about that? And then she went on to say, "And so what I have to do is not focus on them. I've got to keep the focus on the children <laughs> and the fact that this administration <laughs> is endangering children in the worst kind of way." And right back to it, right nice. back. She's a seasoned pro. She understands how to get it done. She's just going to keep doubling down back to that message. That's how it works. Amazing. I now, get, did AM Joy yeah. point out um, Congresswoman Waters, um, thanks for coming on this morning. We appreciate it. And, and you're right. You're absolutely, uh, we, we do care about the children. And President Trump has stated that he's not going to do that anymore. No, no, she's not. stated that. Did AM no. Joy point that out? No, 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 because she's also worried about the children's. Okay. She also is likely worried about that as well. Are they? Are they worried about they the children? Are. I understand. MSNBC, I mean, it's part of their corporate structure. I mean, you go, you know, uh, founding principle, your mission statement, protect the children's. I'm sure that's absolutely part of it. I mean, I've never read it. I'm just assuming based I on the way they I would be surprised. It's probably number one on the mission statement for CNN. Oh, protect yes. the children's. Oh, yes. You know, the like children's. That too. Yes, absolutely. Well, get the tweets in. It's at uh, Doc Thompson Show, at Jeffy MRA, at Jeffy MRA, at Doc Thompson Show. Get some tweets coming up. If you are interested in financial freedom... And uh, are you? Would you like <laughs> yes. to be financially free? Yes. Yeah, me too. There's uh, an important message that uh, you can be a part of. It's a free online investment training broadcast that is going to be hosted by our very own Glenn Beck. And it's going to be very valuable because it has a lot of information on something that is truly new in the world of investing. There are not very many truly new things that come along. I mean, think about commodities. It's still the same basic principles. If you're trading commodities today or making money off commodities, same basic principles and the same basic commodities. Not a lot of new ones pop up, you know? Still certain precious metals, so on and so forth. 
But Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies are truly new. Now, you don't have to you don't have to even like Bitcoin in particular. You don't even have to think it's going to be a runaway success and the entire world is going to be transformed. But cryptocurrencies and some of that technology is here to stay. May not be Bitcoin, it could be. But if you want to understand it, Glenn is going to be uh, hosting this uh, this seminar. And it's absolutely free. All you have to do is go to beckcryptoshow.com and register for the free event. Beckcryptoshow.com. Glenn, and you've probably heard Tika on with him from the Palm Beach Letter. They're going to walk through the new case for Bitcoin and cryptocurrency in general. Tika's going to give you the names of three cryptocurrencies that he recommends that you should buy. Plus, you'll get exclusive free training on the new market uh, where you can turn a few hundred bucks into a small fortune. I mean, people already have. Bitcoin is still up significantly. It's still up, um, I think, what it is right now. Uh, and I can tell you right now, I got open the little, up your app. I got open the little, little app Bitcoin on Bitcoin app. Coinbase. It's still sixty three hundred dollars. I should have bought when it was sixty one. I know sixty three hundred up gargantuan. You know, you know so agonizing with that is that I honestly remember joking around about four hundred dollars. I know, so was I, and I was going to buy more Joke, then. Joking around about going, I should have bought it four fifty. You know, when it was five fifty, should have bought it four fifty. I got it at four thousand. Should have bought it five hundred. Should have bought a thousand. Should have bought it twelve hundred. I mean, I remember joking yep. around about that. Yep. Now I got in around four thousand. I didn't buy a full coin. Yeah, I, mean, I got, I, I, I got, I got in right around. I like yeah, twenty thousand. I got like. 8.18% of a coin or something like that. But but I still, and I made money off a couple of them. I still have some other ones out there, although I can't log into my other account. I got to talk to them. I, I don't have the password. It's got, I switched my phone over and it had the authenticator on it. And anyway, I'll figure it out today. But if you want to know how this stuff works, educate yourself. Uh, sign up for the free seminar, BeckCryptoShow.com. BeckCryptoShow.com. Beck cryptoshow.com a lot of good information coming good back cryptoshow.com got it i like that it at least has a little do i have to, do I have to try to pronounce it like that back crypto show uh we got a new president of mexico coming yay he was elected yesterday landslide victory and i bet he loves us oh he's huge i fan. bet he huge loves fan. us andreas manuel lopez obrador obrador o-b-r-a-d-o-r how would you pronounce that, Jeffy? Obrador? Mr. President. Oh, there it is. Good call. He won with the widest margin in a presidential election in Mexico since the 1980s, 30 points ahead of his nearest rival. He's 64, former mayor of Mexico City. Wow. Huge. Mexico City, I think, has around 30 million people. That's yeah, one of the biggest. <clears throat> I mean, to uh, compare that to New York, New York City has 7, 8 million people. The entire metropolitan area has 15 Mexico City has 30 million people. He said, after getting elected last night, the new project of the nation will try to seek an authentic democracy. Wait. He's going to seek? Yeah, an authentic democracy. Then he said, I want to go down in history as a good president of Mexico. So you, right. he does want to go down as a good, a great president? Nah. I'll just say good. Why set the bar too high? He uh, pitched himself while running as the most left-leaning me- uh, leader in Mexico since Lazaro Cardenas. That was in 1934. <laughs> now, if you're not familiar with Cardenas, he uh, redistributed land to poor farmers, nationalized the uh, foreign industries in the country, including oil companies. Excellent. 
So he's the most left-wing leader since this cat in the 1930s who did all that. Now, he said he plans to help farmers. He's going to help those poor farmers. But he's not going to um, go ahead and redistribute. He's not going to go ahead and, you know. Really? Pri- yeah, he's not going to go ahead and um, what do you, patriot, patriotize? How do you say it? But anyways, nationalize. Nationalize right. all the private stuff. He's not going to do that. Most of it already is, right? Well, that's the problem. I, I don't know that. But he's not going to do that. He loves that guy, but he's not going to do that. Okay. Now, he pledged to uh, combat inequality. Okay. Improve pay and welfare spending. Excellent. And he's going to run a tight budget while doing all of that. Of course he is. He's a little vague on the policy details. But he said all of those things. That's how he's going to do it. Good for him. Okay, good. He did pledge to uh, live in his own uh, middle-class home. He's not going to live into the presidential mansion. Instead, he's going to turn that into an art center. Are you? And he's going to sell the presidential plane. Are you? He's going to get all that done. And people are like, wow, this guy gets it. He's going to do all those things, Jeffy. This is who he is. Okay. One of his first acts, he appointed a former cigarette baron, uber-wealthy guy as his chief of staff. (laughs) He's a man of the peoples. You know, he's going to live in the private and then appointed this yeah. uber wealthy cigarette baron as his chief of staff. Yeah, that's I've, not a it's not a good start there if you're telling the peoples you're going to be in it for them. Now, one more interesting thing. One of the biggest challenges in Mexico is, of course, the crime. Of course. The cartels, the mafia, the organized crime, the drugs. Uh, because there's a lot of people try to get things done and... <laughs> You know, they sleep with the fishes, right? I'm sorry. They sleep with L fishes. Thank you. So it is. Uh, he, though, has a slightly different plan. Oh, good, good. Than the past. He pledges to eradicate corruption and subdue drug cartels. Excellent. With a less confrontational approach. How do you do that? Send them to the U.S.? Uh, again, the uh, policy details were a little vague, but... He's going to be tough on the drug cartels with a less confrontational approach. They're not going to confront them. Because that's that's how you stop them, is to not confront them. Well, is... uh, Okay. He's going to eradicate corruption and crack down on the drug cartels with a less confrontational approach. (laughs) Uh, Can I uh, translate here? So good. Yeah, uh, he wants to stay uh, president. He wants to be alive. Yeah, he wants to be alive. Yeah. He wants to continue to live. Uh, therefore, he is going to not go after the drug cartels. I'm going to do my thing over here. And you guys do your thing over here. Right. And, and uh, uh, hey, I'm guessing likely what he's done is uh, work with the drug cartels to say, you give me some wins over here, I back off the military. Because the military has been battling the drug cartels hard for the last five six years or so and that's the reason you see they're, they're not making any headway with this stuff that's but this is the reason you see the um uh, the bodies hanging from bridges and the piles and all of this stuff i mean you're talking hundreds of thousands of and, and then they just members of the military or the federales end up just getting corrupted themselves it's a cesspool right. so all he's done is he's going to pull back in the military a little bit not send them in the drug cartels. The drug cartels will give them a couple of victories. They'll see they'll see less violence in their towns and and on TV, and they'll herald this guy as a hero, even though the drug cartels are doing just as much bad. That's likely what's coming. Okay. 
a childhood friend of his, a 68-year-old uh, woman, said, I'm an older person and I feel so happy I could dance because he got elected. She said, it's unprecedented. Everything that has happened in Tabasco, Mexico, where they're from, she said, we were waiting for this change and now we have it. Nice. Think about how good things are going to be now. Well, she is. That's it. So, I mean, imagine it's like Obama where people aren't going to have to pay. There's still punchline so she could dance. Yes, exactly. That's what it is. Because I kept waiting. Uh, I no, could no, no, dance, except the cartels got my legs <laughs> no, up. No, uh, no, no, no. She's, she's going to be able to oh, dance. Okay, good, she knows good. she'll be able to dance. Okay, good. I mean, she's 68, assuming she's Is this still the walking. guy? That was a, it was another guy that was talking about just opening up the borders and sending them into sending uh, more people into the US. This is not this guy, right? I don't know if this is him or not. I don't know. He's left the uh, I mean you're they've not, done that in from, the past. You didn't familiarize yourself with not the presidential with, race? In not Mexico? not the other players, no. <laughs> no. I just waited to get the outcome. Okay. Yeah, there's no because no there was I there was actually and I, I, mm-hmm. I know I was teasing you and I should have I should know myself and I don't. But there was a guy that was actually talking about uh in one of his speeches, talking about sending more to the U.S., I would just be willing opening to bet, up the borders. Uh, being the control freak he is in his policies, he probably doesn't want to do that. If he's talking, I know it seems counterintuitive, but he ends up with more power and authority if he doesn't do that, and more money from and the U.S. And a lot more money from yeah. the U.S., especially if he does that deal. Quick break. Back with more on this. The Morning Blaze. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. All right, I misremembered on the populations of the world. Mexico City does not have 30 million. It has 21 million in the metro. Well, greater Mexico City. Yeah, I mean, it's not like say greater because that gives it too much credit. I would say, uh, you know... The, the metropolitan the area. Metropolitan. Metropolitan. Yeah, me- metropolitan. Um, it's like, uh, you know, Dallas, when you talk about DFW, Dallas-Fort Worth, it is the metroplex. Right. You know, there's is, plenty of there's different Mexico City cities. metroplex? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. So 21 million there. Where does that fall in the uh, biggest cities in the world? Oh, Mexico City's way down. Ranking 21? down, like 23rd, 23rd in the US. something like that. Uh, what's number one? Uh, number one is uh, Chongqing. Where is that? China. Uh, where is that? London? I'm not sure what Near, province. Uh, England? I'm not sure what. Uh, I could tell you. You'd probably know it if I could tell you what province is. Oh, it I'd is probably remember it, that. I can't Biggest remember. Biggest city in the world. How many people? Over 30 million. And who's second on the list? <sighs> Shanghai. How many people? 24 million. And who's third on the list? Beijing. How many people? 21 million. Okay, wow. So that's the top uh, three. Wow, okay. China fall on the list anywhere else? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah let's scroll, scroll down. China, uh, number six, uh, Changzhou. And, that's uh, 13 million. Yeah, number seven. Uh, the Omen, Shenzhen, uh-huh. 12 million. Didn't you already say that one? They sound very similar. No. no. Is, China, is that China done, no, though? Changzhen, Shanghai, that's like, Beijing. That's uh, like six of the top ten. And then uh, anybody else on the list? They're out, though. That's China. All... Oh, wait. Uh, Tianjin. Number 12. How many well, people? 11 million. Uh-huh. And then, uh, that, uh, no, no, no. Uh, Dongguan. Yeah. Uh, 10 million, almost 11. People are still oh. moving into Dongguan. Yeah, yeah, they're still, it's, it's growing though. And, I, uh, I think it's the fastest growing city in that, uh, that in that province. Yeah. Foshan. Foshur. Uh, 9 million. Uh-huh. So, oh, wait. Uh, 
Chengdu? 21. Nine 21. Million. Yeah, 21. Wow, there's uh, still haven't gotten to New York yet. Uh, oh, we've patented, we're getting to New York now, right? London's New 24th York, on the list. New York is 26th. Oh, and then 26th. Okay, good. New York is 26th. And then you come down here to uh, Shenyang uh-huh. uh, in China, 8 I million. I you've already said that one. Uh, no, I didn't. Okay, they just said very close there. So. Wuhan, that's 8 over. million in China. Uh, Ningbo. In China, Ningbo, seven million. I mean, I mean, what ranking is that? Thirty third. Wow, that's all. That's all. China has a lot of cities there in the top. Nanjing. Oh, there's a more seven million. Still way up there on the list, huh? Hong Kong. Oh, I've heard that seven one. Million. Yeah, with that. Oh, well, we know Hong Kong. Yeah, but I know that one. Uh, Shangsha, <laughs> Hangzhou. These are all. Oh, Aizan. Yeah, I haven't seen that advertised Suho. a lot. I haven't seen these advertised this a lot. Top, I guess they probably don't have to advertise, though, because they got enough people there, right? Is that what it is? I guess so. Believe it or not, you are actually being informed. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. Tweets in with the hashtag what I learned today. Hashtag what I learned today. Uh, oh, yeah. So, uh, future Mafry. Future Mafry? Is that what it is? Future okay. Mafry? <laughs> Anyways, uh, Chris Cruz is off to get meat today or else. Yeah, there was, uh, there was a situation. So, he was uh, invited by the folks at uh, Fogo de Chao, the oh, yeah. Steakhouse, yeah. uh, down for a, um, a comped meal. Yeah, so what? He didn't invite me. He didn't invite you. He took the girlfriend. So he, you're saying he didn't invite me. Oh, snapped. Were you there? He didn't mention that. He just said he so, didn't. Wow. Okay. This is trouble. This is very so troubling. What do you invite the girlfriend for? She can't eat meat. She's not going to be able to consume meat like we can. He's trying to. He's trying to. Thank you. He's trying to beef her up a little bit. Oh, so he doesn't feel so bad about himself. You put the weight on her. Is that what it is? <laughs> he is off today and tomorrow. Slated uh, to return on Thursday. Uh, Jay with a hashtag Spoonie, hashtag Mojo. The only way I can, uh, the only way I can my money back is if you lose yours. Probably get. I think he probably missed a word there, but maybe I said that. Maybe he's mocking me. I'm not sure, but okay. Uh, Striker to heart, uh, they want to disband ICE for being a terrorist group. Then can we disband the Democratic Party? They hold this country under siege more than anyone else. That's mm-hmm. pretty close to being true. Yeah, and yeah. there was a great tweet that had a picture, and I wasn't sure if it was from this weekend, but since it was so hot around the country, uh, they had a picture of uh, Hillary holding an umbrella. And the caption was, it's so hot today, even Satan needed some shade. <laughs> so, still, a good, still a good meme. <laughs> <laughs> yep and by the way that's not an umbrella if she's using it for the sun oh okay it's okay and also uh, rich people walk through the desert 
Uh, it's called playing 18 holes at TPC in Scottsdale. That's right. That's true. Thank See? you, Lori D. Thank this you. kid may have been may have been golfing, right? Or may have been discovered by a golfer, right? Or at least trying to maybe maybe he was uh, staking out his own new golf course. Could have been anything out there, and they robbed Those him. Those bastards that. just picked him up off the side of it's, the road. It's just sad. It's just sad. So apparently, it was just I missed international uh, cleanup day. International. Oh my gosh! Yes. Is it international? Well, you did the new one commun- is coming up. The new one is coming up. Coastal community. Yes, the new one is coming up in September. Okay. Before okay. I get to that, real quick though, because Jeffy has the information on International Coastal Cleanup Day. Correct. Because you want to be prepared for this, but first, be prepared for Brickhouse Nutrition's Field of Greens. Oh, They're you're available make now. Me eat good first. No, no, no. You just chug it down. You're good to go. Okay, good. That's the beauty about it. Are you a vegetable fan? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I wasn't expecting that answer. Shockingly, I was not. I realized the failure as soon as I got the reaction. Uh, Yeah, a lot of people have trouble with vegetables. Maybe they'd rather have something else. But as you get a little older and you want to eat healthy because your body doesn't react the same way, uh, there's an easy way. You can get your uh, you can you can have your cake and eat it too. Probably a bad analogy or a cliche for that. You can have your greens without eating them, too. Okay. That's a good way to say it. Just go to BrickHouseDoc.com. It's BrickHouseDoc.com. Look for Field of Greens. What it is, it's a powdered vegetables that you go ahead and mix with the liquid and chug it down. You're good to go. Gives you a full serving of fruits and vegetables according to the dietary scale that you need each and every day. It's prebiotic. It's probiotic. You get those antioxidants. You get all the good stuff from vegetables without having to actually eat the vegetables because you don't like them or because they're expensive or you don't have the time to clean them and take care of what you got to do to eat them. And a lot of people don't know how to cook them. I mean, for years, I my mom made the worst vegetables when it came to stuff like spinach. Do you remember spinach when it was just oh, canned? Do yes, you remember that? Yeah. I didn't realize it was, hey, it's, it's like lettuce. It's a leafy vegetable. You can just eat other ways. I didn't know that. No. Did you have that in Michigan? Well, yes, but no. Okay. Oh, why do you want it like that when you can have it in the can? Right. <laughs> that was terrible. Anyways, have Field of Greens today. Just uh, go to BrickHouseDoc.com. You're going to be happy you did. BrickHouseDoc.com. Now, <laughs> International Coastal Cleanup Day. Apparently, well, I, this is a big thing. It is a big thing. And I, I, we have it September, uh, 2018 International Coastal Cleanup Day. It is it be always September in September? It, uh, that one, I don't know. Is it is it like the first Monday or the second Thursday? Or do they set a date? I know Earth Day is always around the 22nd or 20th of April. Right. Well, I'm looking at September 15th is like would be the... I don't know. It might be just the 15th. Is that International Coastal Cleanup, Coastal Cleanup Day observed or proper? We don't know. I think we're going to find out right now. Okay. Now okay. Pissed, okay. I just, no, I just want to make sure because, I mean, if people aren't familiar with it and you start uh, actually, you know, proselytizing I'm actually this, mad at myself for not, not knowing, knowing this answer. So it's we're going a little to less known, a, but you know. I know, but this is something that you should... I want to be prepared so I can have my International Coastal Cleanup Day uh, stockings, my International Coastal Cleanup Day tree. I have the eggs ready for International Coastal Cleanup Day. The uh, results. We got the results from the the cleanup day, Coastal Cleanup Day, Uh days of the year. Okay, here we go. So there are multiple International Coastal Cleanup. It's probably National Coastal Cleanup Day and then International Coastal Cleanup Day. Probably something like that. And look, shouldn't we all, shouldn't every day? Be Coastal Cleanup Day. I, I, listen, every day is Coastal Cleanup Day to me. I mean, it. Whew, every day that I could clean up the coast, 
that's a good day. Well, and, and look, we all want a, a clean beach. Who doesn't want clean a clean coast? Water. It's not clean. just limited to beach and water. The coast is not just water and beach. That's very true. Okay, I'm just saying, I want to make sure people, I want to clean that up for you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. So tell me about International Coastal Cleanup It doesn't say why they picked September 2018. It's September 15th, 2018. It doesn't say. It just, that's the day. This is the day we're celebrating this year. Get out on September 15th. Now, what do do we know? Well, one of the things that we know is that we found amazing amounts of Garbage. Last International Coastal Cleanup Day. Unbelievable amounts of garbage. It took this long mm-hmm. to get the tally in. And when you say international, is it truly international? Or is it just like the U.S. and people want to? Do we know that? Do we have a <laughs> list of? Because sometimes they say that trying to get other countries involved. But, yeah, they do. Okay. And, and I, I think that uh, the Ocean uh, Conservancy okay. has been sponsoring the annual event uh, so it's for 30 on years. The US, but got it. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, uh, you know, they go, uh, look, you see the number, the amount of trash they got, it can't be just the U.S. Okay. If it is, we're in trouble. So tell me about last well, one of the things that one of the things that I found fascinating is that what brought me to this story was this uh, pilot whale that, was, that has died that was sick, mm-hmm. and they tried to uh, bring back, save, because he ate too many plastic bags. And they were saying, and then, uh, you know, it attached in that story was the story of the amount of coastal cleanup debris. But aren't whales supposed to be like some of the smartest beings on the planet? Some. And so. Some whales. Because one whale, one dumb whale thinks that plastic bags are food. Mm-hmm. And now I'm supposed to feel bad? Um, yeah, absolutely. Okay. We're all God's creatures. All right. Yeah. Uh, so what happened to the whale? He's dead. He's gone. Yeah, too many plastic and how, bags. how do they know too about the bags? Because it was inside. Okay. See, here's what I want to <laughs> let's say because they would have you believe that this whale is swimming along, trying to eat plankton. Uh, I don't know what pilot whales eat. Pilot whales eat. I'm not sure. But anyway, he's trying to eat whatever pilot whales eat, and he's just like, I'm trying to eat it, and whoop, there's another plastic bag that I cannot separate. From pilot whale food in the yeah. ocean. Well, they okay. found 80 bags inside of them. Okay, so we learned today how many whale, how many uh, plastic bags it takes to, to kill, kill a, a whale. Kill, killer whale, and it's no a pilot whale. Pilot whale. That's yeah. 80 of them, right? Correct. Yeah, you eat 80. You're not coming back. From okay, that. okay. But they would have us believe that he's swimming around, just saying, "Hey, I'm eating what pilot whales eat. Everything's good. I can't separate the plastic bags from them." Boom! Here it goes. I'm 79, 80. I'm dead. He goes shopping, and gets the food, and brings it home. It's just like you and me. If we forget to if take we don't the bag, food out of right, the bag, right. we're gonna. How do we know though? He didn't have some plastic bag fetish. How many? Thank you. You've seen the crazy addicted yes. shows where people eat chalk and stuffing Their from hair. pillows and hairs and whatever. Yes. How do we know that he's not that whale? Every other whale's watching him on a show going, he ate eating plastic bags. That. What's he doing? Right. I can't. How he do we should, know he's he not that guy? Know better. They seem to be spinning this just a little bit. Um, they so, talked to a neighbor whale. They, the neighbor whale said he was. He seemed was, like a great like guy. A great I had whale. no idea that he was eating all these plastic bags. It was, he'd come over now and see him out in the yard mowing. He kind of kept to himself. But uh, I don't know. I guess you just never know. It makes you wonder about your neighbors, doesn't it? Sure it sure does. It makes, me, it makes me think, boy, I'm lucky to have my family. <laughs> <laughs>
So International Coastal Cleanup Day in 2017, we finally got the results. And it is kind of it's fascinating. Now, at the bottom of the list, foam takeout containers. Mm-hmm. They collected 580,507 foam takeout containers. They, they, so just to be clear, that's not a percentage or, or a tonnage. That's not weight. No, the, Those are the number of containers. Actual containers. And they counted 500. That's what took so long. Plastic uh-huh, uh-huh. lids, 624,878. And they counted lids. each one of those. Well, if you are busy collecting, uh-huh. don't you count? Uh, no, I'm thinking maybe for people who want to clean up the coast, those hours could be spent uh, more effectively, like cleaning up more of the coast. Really? I mean, we got a lot of stuff here. Now, go pick distant, up more plastic stuff. Plastic takeout containers. 632,874. What are, oh, those are different than the foam takeout containers. Those are the clear, yeah, clear yeah, ones yeah. you get the cookies in at like Kroger. Straws and stirrers, which by the way, some countries are already banning, thank God, in states. 643,562 right, straws. Stop banning the plastic straws. Stop. Until you come up with an effective replacement for the plastic straw. Thank you. Have you had the paper straws? Yes, some of them are they don't, they don't, they don't last. Right. They don't work right. You can't. You go to Animal Kingdom at um, Disney in Florida, and they don't have any of the plastic straws because the birds eat them and whatever when people throw them down. So you're only allowed to have the paper ones. Okay. Meanwhile, the rest of the park, they're using plastic. They don't care about the migratory birds or any bird that just happens to land in Disney. Because it's not like they, they only have a land dome in over. Animal Kingdom. That's it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if there are animals that were here, cool. If you're just passing through. Yeah, we don't care. You're good to go. We don't care. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, other plastic bags. And we'll, I don't know. There's plastic uh, There's plastic grocery bags and other plastic bags. Other plastic bags, 746,211. Mm-hmm. Plastic grocery bags, 757,523. Wow. Plastic bottle caps. Hold on a second. The, the plastic grocery bags. Yeah. Read that. It's 7,500. 757,523. I can't help plastic but think if, if they'd only been a little more efficient and maybe had collected, I don't know, 758,603. We could have saved a pilot whale. Pilot whale. I know. One more. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Look, quickly trying to add 80 to 757,523. <laughs> well, just add a, you know, 100 and uh, right. you'd be good to go. Look, the, uh, the point is, is that I just found it hard to believe that I was supposed to, you know, the, you're right about the, the whale had some plastic bag. <laughs> I don't know about it. I don't know. Maybe he did. <laughs> you know, Jeff, you bring so up a good funny. point because I have said this for That's years so about the dolphins. For years, we were supposed to care about the dolphins. Right, the dolphins. The dolphins yeah, are so smart. We got to do it, and they get stuck in the tuna nets. Remember, that was a big push in the. We, yes, it was. Well, those nets are miles long. Right, right? exactly. Everything in them, but it's true that they're kind of. And I remember talking to a coworker in Cleveland at the time, twenty whatever years ago, and there's a big hype, and she was like, "You know, we got to not eat these certain types of tuna because oh, yeah, the they dolphins are dolphin not them, yeah. tuna. They're dolphin-free, safe tuna." And I said, "Why?" And she goes, "Because the dolphins are getting stuck and they die or whatever." I'm like. Yeah. yeah, and she. I'm like, why is that a concern? You're willing to kill the tuna, but not the dolphin. She goes, because dolphins are really smart. And I said, 
If they're so smart, how they get caught in the net? Why can't they get themselves out of the net? And she was incensed. I bet. I mean, it was like triggered. I mean, yeah. started yelling. His net, 80 feet high, 18 miles long. Let's see you get out of it. How smart you are get caught in a net like that. And then I was like, okay, back to you don't care about the tuna, though. Right? right? Well, we do care about the tuna, except that we like the tuna. Right. I mean, we care to eat the tuna, yeah. but we're not concerned about whatever. So you can kill, you can kill gobs of tuna. I mean, right? How, how many dolphins were getting caught in the net, first of all? I really don't know. What, it was a percent, it was, a, right? A fraction. Yeah, it was a small percent. Okay. And it wasn't like 80%. It was probably no, like not even close. into the single digits or lower. Okay, gotcha. So you can kill tons of tuna. Tons. tons. But yeah, literally, one dolphin literally gets tons. mixed up in there, and you're wigging the hell out. This right. is the inconsistency right. that we're faced and, with. And constantly. one of the things we have to remember here in the U.S. too is that uh, while while many places around the country are less concerned over that dolphin, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they never had. Uh, they didn't watch the TV show Flipper for years. <laughs> right, exactly. We don't care about the little dolphin. The dolphins are so smart. Look, he dances Flip, in the water. The Flipper was a TV show. He saved people. Okay. We made, they made Charlie the tuna on television look. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Charlie. You're not good enough tuna for us. We're going to take that crappy dolphin we caught in the net, though. But you're not good enough for us. I then asked this uh, same woman. I was like, so just just to clarify, you want to make sure that there is 100% tuna in the tuna and it's 100% dolphin free. And she said yes. And I said, I can be on board as long as we make sure there is no tuna in any of the dolphin that that the dolphin, Dan Dolphin, is 100% tuna-free. I'm on board. And That's she got, not funny. She got pissed again at me. Funny. I know. I don't understand why people And then, are. then come to find out at, at that time, then didn't they, uh, what they do now is they, 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 we still eat dolphin. We just give it another name. So yeah, it doesn't sound right. so, that's, what is it, the Maui Maui or whatever? That's dolphin. Yeah, but we just call it a different name. Don't tell people. Yeah, don't, just don't tell them. It's yeah. not dolphin. It's Maui Maui. No, Maui Mahi is, I think that's the tuna. But they do eat dolphin. They just give it a different name. Same thing. Uh, I okay. think so. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Look it up. Okay. Yeah. It's like venison. Said- just give it a different name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the plastic bottle caps, mm-hmm. over a million. 1.1 million plastic bottle caps. That's pretty amazing. Now, they don't have the plastic... Plastic beverage bottles, 1.6 million. So they found 1.1 million of. Now, this is a plastic top for a, a water bottle, mm-hmm. but it's the same. same they probably consider that right. a, a soda cap. Right. Well, one of them doesn't seem like that many. How many? A million. Yeah, that was just for one day's cleanup, though. Uh, Coastal cleanup. Plastic beverage bottles, 1.6 million. Food wrappers. Wait, wait, the disparity. It was like a 100,000 separation between the bottles and the and the tops? 500,000. 500,000. Yeah. Okay, put the tops back on the bottles so when people are cleaning them up in the future. Thank you. Right, so if you're, if you're drinking, some people don't use plastic bottles, right? They're not doing, but if you are, before you chuck it out the window or leave it on the beach put or the throw cap. it in the ocean, put the cap on it, Okay. If you're going to throw it on the side of the road or in the desert or somewhere else and somebody else is going to come by and clean it up, just do them a little favor. Do them a solid so they don't have to hunt for it. Well, now the companies have a little responsibility here because for a while the companies were putting uh, uh, codes on the inside of the caps. 
Okay. You know, like uh, oh, so you, you win prizes. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So you're not throwing that away. You're not putting that back on. Yeah, that's true that too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how about this? How about uh, we mandate strings? What would strings do? Like it ties the cap on, so you can take it off, but it's always going to be attached to that bottle. So when somebody else comes by and cleans up the beach in the future, the they're right together. I'd and be willing so to do that for What them. happens if you find a bottle, let's say the cap is detached? What do you mean? Just a partial string is there, like someone removed it. Oh, there's got to be a penalty. a penalty. Yeah, absolutely. You get fined for that? Yes, absolutely. Or, you know, and then yeah. you also, you know, you charge uh, an additional fee for the cap, too, if you turn it in. Like in Michigan, that's what you do. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the bottle money, mm-hmm. uh, there was a time in my life when we used to save bottles and we saved those bottles and we didn't take them back right away so that when we didn't have any money, mm-hmm. uh, we used that bottle money for, oh, yeah. for drinking money and food money. And Michiganders we- had that figured out. <laughs> Let me get a quick break in. We'll come back on this. The Morning Blaze. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. The collision of common sense and comedy. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. All right, get the tweets in with the hashtag, what I learned today. All right, did you find anything uh, more out about International Coastal Cleanup Day? It's really frustrating, by the way, because okay. uh, they, well, they give me history of International Coastal Cleanup Day, and they, we keep, I, they keep telling me that uh, it's, uh, it started because of this Ocean Conservancy Organization, mm-hmm. and uh, it's not only, look, we want to care about seals and turtles and whales, and we also want to care about an immense number of fish. An immense number of fish. That's the. We want to care about that. Okay. Uh-huh. But uh, it doesn't say anything about the days or how they pick the day or anything. It's really frustrating. Okay. So uh, we have. Uh, I, we left I'm, off with the. What I'm thinking is it. It's people just know people that actually care probably know. Yeah, they I don't guess, have to explain to them. Yeah. It should be unspoken. Look, it's an important thing. It is. Absolutely. It's an important. Thing. It is. Of course. And I, you know, look, we spend how much money? Millions of dollars mm-hmm. on trash receptacles around this country. It doesn't take too much of an effort, and I'm as a, you know a lazy or lazier than the next guy to put your trash in one of those receptacles. I know. And then we spend millions of dollars yeah. having people come by and even robots come by and pick up those receptacles and take them to a trash place. Not we don't dump them all into the ocean, although you know there's sure there's. Piles of trash floating around in the ocean. That so, is a lie. You are setting me off when you're talking this international. You mean that? There's a floating giant tra- there floating is trash not, bin. It's in it's the. In the they oh started pushing that again over the last couple months, and now it's now it's like four times saying, the size of Texas. It's at least the size of Texas. Oh no! Now they're pushing like four times or something. They've they've bumped it up. Well then, look how if much it's more really trash. Out there, look how much me. more trash. Show me. You can see it on satellite. No, you cannot see any of that stuff. I've told people it is such a <laughs> okay. You completely <laughs> triggered me on this thing. You so I'm just telling you that they picked up yeah. 1.7 million food wrappers. Mm-hmm. We got the prep, the the caps and the bottles, right. and the, to top it all off, 2.4 million cigarette butts with plastic filters. That's stunning to me. That many cigarette butts because 2.4 million cigarette butts with plastic filters. 
Listen, if you drink earth water, make sure to put the cap back on before you chuck the bottle on the side of the road. Make sure to do that. Thank earth water you. is fantastic. Love earth water. But yeah, be responsible like that. Um, you know, as part of the recycle efforts, we ask that you just put it's the important. cap on the bottle before you throw before it you on throw the it out or the something window. like that. Yeah. That's really good. Uh, now, if you love the earth water like I do and you want to make a couple of bucks, earth water has a great program. They have an opportunity for you to join their uh, affiliate program. When you become an earth water affiliate, you'll be given a unique opportunity or an opportunity to share your unique ID with others. And what this will do is... Um, help you make some money on the side because be by becoming an affiliate you will be reserving your position in the network marketing tree with the direct market model when it's launched later this year and establish yourself as an earthwater brand ambassador plus earthwater is going to pay you 40 percent weekly commission on all your orders placed by a customer so what this means is you will be their marketing arm and they're going to pay you for it you don't have to be their delivery arm, anything like that, just the marketing of it, which is really important because there are other direct-to-market models you've seen out there over the years. Some of them ended up with a bad name even, but it's a really fast and cheap way for a company to grow its business because they're paying people to be spokespeople. That's what you end up. You just share with your friends and family, hey, you try the EarthWide, you like it? Here's the code, go in order today, and you make 40% weekly commissions. That's huge. Now, all delivery is handled by Amazon, which means you don't have to do anything with shipping and handling. That's all it's free shipping and handling, but it's all handled by Amazon. And there's no monthly minimum, no required auto ship. It's an incredibly easy turnkey business opportunity that pays 40% commission. And all you have to do is go to theblaze.teamearthwater.com to sign up. Theblaze.teamearthwater.com. Theblaze.teamearthwater.com. Sign up today. Just want to leave you with uh, the smartest point of the morning so far. When will we focus on the real problem? Which is bully pilot whales daring nerdy pilot whales to eat plastic bags. Amen. It's very, good, Amen. very upsetting. Let me, let me just get a break here. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Another school shooting. The gunfire last. Instead of punching a total stranger this morning, punch these numbers into your phone. 888-900-3393. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Hey, Hiram's here uh, with us from First Liberty. We usually talk to him on Mondays about interesting court cases because we just want to remind people what's going on in the world and how delicate and uh, fragile your First Amendment rights are because there are constant infringements of your First Amendment rights, specifically when it comes to uh, the religious freedoms. You wouldn't think there'd be that many cases, but there are. No, it's you wouldn't. constant. Just go to firstliberty.org, and you can see the cases for yourself. You can also uh, donate if you want to help out, because they do this work pro bono. Firstliberty.org. Hiram joining us now. How are you, sir? Hey, thanks for having me. So, uh, bring that mic just a little closer to you. There you go. Uh, so, you had a victory. Yeah, no, it was it was fantastic. It was it was almost like a surprise victory uh, at, the, at the U.S. Supreme Court, because what had happened was Marianne Sauce had been uh, uh, told by the police that she could not pray in her own home. And I know that sounds crazy, but what it had happened... It doesn't sound crazy. It is it, crazy. It is. No, it what, is. What part of the country was this? This is just outside of Kansas City. Okay. Wow. And uh, and so what had happened was she was listening to uh, conservative talk radio. 
nice. <laughs> that's how it starts nice. right yeah and uh in her apartment and her neighbor uh had con- had uh, complained to the police about a, a noise disturbance mm-hmm. okay so the police come over to her house and they say uh hey we- we'd like to come in they don't say why and she said look i don't know she said, I don't have to let you in. because." And she holds up a, her copy of the pocket constitution. Says, nice. this, is, this is, I don't have to let you in. So she's not going to let him in. and Because uh, she had like a screen door. I know that sounds weird for an apartment, but she had a screen door. And uh, and so what ended up happening was they, ca- they came back. They left. They came back later. And they said, if you don't let us in, we're going to arrest you. <laughs> and oh, so, my God. So she's kind of an elderly lady. And so she decides, I- I'm going to let him in. Well, they begin to search her premises. Uh, she still no. doesn't know. She doesn't know why they're there. They tell her to sit on the couch. She doesn't know why they're there. Uh, this is Kansas City, America, not Kansas City, Russia or someplace. Right? Yeah, this yeah. Is it, it, this is the Missouri yeah. side of the Kansas. <laughs> this is the Missouri side of the Kansas side. <laughs> Please tell me it's not. The Missouri side. Yeah, I think it's on the Missouri side. Ah, I think it's on the Missouri. Missouri side. But here, here's here's what happens though. She uh, uh, she 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 sits on the couch. One of the officers goes to talk to the neighbor. The radio's still playing at the same level. It's still playing. Okay, they still haven't told her why they're there. So she she's really nervous. So she asked the she officer who's there in the living room. So. Hey, can I can I pray? Is it okay if I pray? And, and he said, initially says yes, and so she takes a knee and starts to pray. The other officer comes back and says, what are you doing? Get up. You're not, you know, he says, well, she's praying. She, you're not allowed to do that. Get up and sit down and do what we tell you to do. So you can't pray wow. in your own home. And she's done nothing wrong, and we still don't know why they're there. Well, I, I, I won't, I'll skip over some of the rest of the facts and just get down to the punchline. They were there for 45 minutes. And at the end, they were thumbing through a book, and she asked them, well, what are you doing? She, they said, well, we're looking for something to charge you with. And so oh, well, okay. finally well, they decide they're going to give her a warning, although they still haven't told her nice what she's done wrong. That's, that's good nice guys right okay? there. So as they're leaving, by the way, the radio is still playing at the same level right. this 45 minutes. As they're leaving, they say, hey, listen, by the way, it was a noise complaint, and please turn down your radio. And that was the end of the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the incident. She files a handwritten lawsuit on her own and, uh, you know, alleging this is a violation of First Amendment rights. that She can't pray in her own home and, because she, had, she wasn't being detained. I mean, she wasn't even right. under arrest or anything. Right. And so uh, uh, the, a federal judge threw it out. So we took over it on appeal, uh, went up to the uh, Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals. We lose there. And we just think this is this is How nutty. How do you lose it? This is well, we can't believe that we right. lost. But I'm sure that now it, it is a kind of. I mean, I can. I'll let you finish, but it is. I can understand how the judges would say stop it. They weren't really. They weren't. It didn't. They weren't really saying she couldn't pray in her home. They that's, what they, that's what they did. I, do you think it was, it was what more were you of they, she could she, she can't be praying while they're searching the house? You think was that the angle they were saying? You think that was it? We don't know because oh, okay. because because they haven't said. So what ends up happening is we said, look, this is absolutely outrageous. You can't throw the case out, okay, right. just on this. Okay. So we we decide not only to ask the Supreme Court to review it, but we ask them to just summary reversal. We said you don't need to hear an oral argument. This doesn't need to be a, a full blown Supreme Court case. Just summarily reverse it you know how rare that is it's incredibly incredibly rare but that's what we got last wow. week nine nice. zero summary nice. reversal oh, nice. so wow. we had four judges if you count the one below and then the three at the court of appeals who ruled against us and then we got the nine all nine supreme court justices you imagine how hard that is to, to all agree that they're wrong 
and uh, that the case should Fantastic. continue. So it was a, it was a, it was a good day at the court. Okay, so think how many failures. Okay, failure that the case could continue. <clears throat> exactly. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That they, and it has the remarkable proposition. Just so you know this now, uh-huh. the Supreme Court has said this: you have a First Amendment right to pray in your home. Just, I, I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> Good, good. We had we had some before that didn't realize that, that's right? right? We had to get the nine so. justices yeah, to tell us all so. this. All right, but that's, that's what happened. But think about failures along the way. So you have the failures of the police, right? And then you have how many court cases? How many? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah the district court judge, district, and, then, and then you had a three judge panel, the tenth circuit, and along the way, getting it wrong, all getting it wrong, and so we had to have nine justices of the Supreme Court all to say, "No, look, we 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 agree." You know, we yeah. don't even agree. We, they probably don't even agree on, like, what's the best dessert, right? No, they, but you, they agreed on this, which was fantastic. Because you're supposed to be able to pray in your own. Right. I mean, but, yeah, I, but I, I it's sort of see, a no-brainer, right? I could see one or two of them even going, well, you know. That's that's where I'm at. Yeah. I'm trying to look at it. I'm trying to be the opposite and just sure. say, you know, it seems like is there some they way they could that she could pray and come right. up with some sort where of. She couldn't pray in her own home. I, I realize that's what they told her, but it was. Because of something else, but like you said, she wasn't under arrest or anything. If you're Which not is under maddening arrest, in yeah. itself. Yeah. They shouldn't even have been in there in the first place. Oh, right? that, that's right. So what happens now? I mean, uh, does she have a lawsuit based on that as well? Oh, the oh, fact that they were in the house without a warrant, all of those things. Yeah, I mean, well, you she know, let them in. Yeah, look, at so the end of the day, it, it's a, it's a great First Amendment case. We'll we'll go yeah, down no back kidding. down to the district court. But you know, what's going to happen now, right? I mean, we already had the Supreme Court weigh in, 9-0. Right. right. So uh, I, I think we'll probably wrap it up with a victory pretty, uh, pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, no kidding. You know, just kind of put the bow on it. But that's why it's really important. Is putting important. the bow on letting those police officers find another job? I know. <laughs> Giving her no, some cash? Well, I mean, seriously, some she should, yeah. Like buying a new screen door? Yeah, right. <laughs> at least, right, a screen right. door. But uh, but that's the importance of, of, of the Supreme Court justices, right? I mean, that's why we have to have good Supreme Hello. Court justices, because that's what ha- you, you see what happened below, and sometimes you have to be able to go to the Supreme Court to get mm. things uh, taken care of. Wow, and that's, that's what they're that's what they're arguing about now, right? I mean, that was most importantly they want we have the new the new opening since Justice uh, Kennedy has decided to uh, you know go sail his ship around the world and do whatever he's going to do, and uh, you know we're they're fighting over who's going to be the next judge. Yeah, um, you know, you know, the great thing about it is he's got a great list of twenty five that he's working from. Let's he's hope got, he sticks to those. He's got he's got great great input on that. You know, you and you hear a lot of rumors. There, there's some people have been have been you know asking us you know about three particular individuals. You've got Judge Kavanaugh, who is a fantastic pick. He's a fantastic judge. He was uh, kind of high profile last pick, right, with Gorsuch. Yeah, he, he he look he he's he's done he's just got a great track record. And, uh, you know, he's been a, 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 the model judicial restraint type judge. You've got Judge uh, uh, Amy Barrett, mm-hmm. who uh, has been attacked for her faith. I'd like to have a Supreme Court justice on the bench who's yeah, been no attacked kidding. for their faith. I mean, that's a, mm-hmm. that's a great badge of honor, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there was Judge Hardiman, who was a finalist last time. He's got a great record, you know. So the, but, there's, but he's got a whole list of 25 people that are all fantastic. Yeah, so, all great. Uh, are there any you know, that stand out that you go, yeah, those, are the, those would be my couple of picks if, if I had them off the list? Well, you know, I, I'm 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 probably biased because I'm there's a fellow Oki on the list. Uh, but oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got so that. I'm probably uh, uh, I probably would be a little biased there. But the, the, I think those three names that I've said are at least the ones that, that are the, the the rumors. But you never know, you know. Yeah. But here's the great thing: is that President Trump has got a great White House Counsel's office. 
they're getting great re- they've got great resources with the federal society and the heritage foundation good mm-hmm. people so the conservative movement is sort of you know kind of uh, taken root here and really uh rallied around this list of 25 and uh and again they everybody do. on that list is great uh, are great but those seem to be the three that a lot of people have talked about but again it could be anybody off that we list. had such a we had such a uh uh a strong conversation, I'll call it, last week when uh, they talked about uh, this is going to this is going to determine they're going to they're, they're going to turn back Roe v. Wade, and I mean I can't believe that we're even close to even talking about. I that saw a anyway. headline, but isn't it amazing like that. that we're actually talking about it? <clears throat> well, look, at, at I, I realize day, that the, the the truth is we're we're not looking for judges on specific issues. All right. It, it, it's a conservative movement, and what have we always talked about? We want judges who follow the law, who exercise judicial restraint, who follow the Constitution. The Constitution, and, most importantly, exactly. Not, and that's, uh, we're and, so much. We're so so many judges, as you probably see more than anybody, just act on uh, precedent, uh, on you know, or, or emotion, or emotion. Which yeah. we, you know, that, that's not that's not what the, the role of judges. The role of judges are to decide the issues in front of them. Thank you. To follow the Constitution. So I, I think it, that's what we're looking now. That may lead to certain results, okay, that some people favor. But at the end of the day, it's not about a particular topic. What we're, we're looking for are judges are going to follow the Constitution, and, and and more importantly, as it was written, and as the words, what the words meant at the time they were written. Really? Because if you don't Thank want you. that meaning or those words, then your option is to is to amend the Constitution, right? But, the, those but they wo- haven't done that in the past, though, right? They just right. changed. They those just decided that they mean, don't mean. They decided they don't mean something else. So years down the road, we're still acting on mm-hmm. this decision, not the Constitution. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. You got to go back to the Constitution. You got to look at the words. You got to ask, what do those words mean when they were written at the time they were written? And that's what you faithfully apply. If people don't like that, then there's a there's an amendment <laughs> there's process. A process. Yeah. Right. All right. But it's not for judges to make those make Amen. those decisions and make those amendments. And and that's what's great about this list. Those are the the these are all people that are committed to following the actual words of the Constitution. I know it seems we shouldn't even be talking about. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, it's this so should basic. be novel, it is so right? Right? Okay, it sure but you know, you pick, pull out your copy of the Constitution and you read it, oh, and nope, you follow those don't words. Don't you get down on a knee? Don't you do it? Don't do it? Yeah, I saw a headline over the weekend that said something like. Um, uh, Roe v. Wade with Trump's new pick. Roe v. Wade could be overturned within two years. Yeah, could. Yeah. And I'm looking. I'm going. Could be a meteor could hit the Supreme Court next session, and Trump could get nine picks. Could be anything. And, and so that's just an arbitrary two years. Oh, yeah. You're just trying to scare people. And I pointed out. I went down his track record. People forget that Anthony Kennedy was not some rabid progressive or liberal. Now, he had some votes that conservatives and libertarians don't agree with and were frustrated by. True. So this is an opportunity for a bit of an upgrade. He was a swing vote at times. But he still was much more conservative with his votes than not. So for uh, well, you have to be a swing. To be a swing vote, you actually have to go at times. <laughs> and when you look at him, it was far more conservative. You know, uh, conservatives would like him far more than a lot of other people on the on the Supreme yes. Court. And ultimately, he retired during Trump's administration for a reason. I mean, right? He could have bailed two years ago or four years ago or whatever else, or waited to see what happens next time. Right. 
So um, opportunity for an upgrade, but he wasn't some rabid progressive or anything like that. So yeah. what's next on the agenda? Well, I, I think what's what next on, on what what you know well we've got a lot of great cases you know we're 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 trying to one of the things we're working on is this little town in Aramont, New York. Yeah, how's that going, by the way? Oh, it you know it, it's 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 going fantastic. You know, we're doing our investigation. I mean, this is a town that was founded to exclude. It was founded for the purpose of excluding the Orthodox Jewish community. I mean, you got to imagine that that's oh. that. And and this isn't like some radical proposition that we're making. This is on their Wikipedia page. <laughs> Okay, I mean, but the good thing is, is that Air- Airmark New York is not in the United States. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly right. <laughs> well, so you know, so we're so we, we've got that going on. You know, we we've got uh, you know our Coons cheerleader case that's still going on. You know, we just filed last week two petitions to the U.S. Supreme Court: one for uh, Coach Kennedy for the remarkable proposition that you can take a knee and pray silently yes. to yourself for fifteen seconds on a football field after the game, and that's okay. All right, that's what that case is about, his ability to pray by himself for 15 seconds taking a knee right after the game. And you've petitioned the Supreme Court to do that That's right, that's right. So just like the Marianne Sauce case we were just talking about, Mm -hmm. we have to go to the Supreme Court to try to correct what happened below. And the other thing is this almost 100-year-old veterans memorial, the World War I veterans memorial, that's just just outside of Washington D.C. that the American Legion put up almost a hundred years ago. We're having to defend that now because it's been declared unconstitutional, and there's only Wait. one solution, which is to tear it down. Wait, and Wait. so we're going to have to go to the U.S. Supreme Court. Do we know how they determine which cases they hear? Who they they pick themselves? They, right? they do. They and do. Is it just majority rule of the nine saying we'll hear these or four justices have to agree to take a case, and then it takes five to win. So, well, you know, so sometimes they won't take a case, right, if they don't have a fifth vote to win, I would assume, right? Okay. So, but it takes four justices to vote to say, yes, please take this case. So that's, you know, I can't imagine a country in which we're going to tear down a 100-year-old Veterans Memorial. I mean, that would just be absolutely outrageous, especially put up by the American Legion. But we're already doing that. You know, it, it, well, it's... The, and the particulars of that case were one where um, it would have been private property if not for them changing because they put the road through yeah, and that, stuff. Yeah, that, that's was, exactly yeah. right. The American Legion put it up on their own property, but because of the expansion of government, right. it, it always <laughs> leads with that, right? hilarious, yeah. The, the high, you know, the, the, the commuting route and going into D.C. had to be, you know, more expanded, lanes. Or right, expanded, mm-hmm. And when they expanded the highway, they had to seize that uh, that property, that private property, to uh, make it part of the government-owned property, and they had to kind of loop a little on-ramp around the memorial so the only thing the government didn't do when it took over the memorial was to tear it down so and apparently they were supposed to have done that according to the atheist group that's suing and according to the judges that fall oh, wow. in their favor so let's let's uh let's put that case along with uh what is it cato versus new haven new haven versus cato was that the private or oh, you talking about kilo case? the kilo, oh, kilo yeah, not kato, yeah that's kilo. right kilo versus new haven put those two together and that was the one that says you can use eminent domain right uh, for private development right. that's right? right that's right so imagine this goes the wrong way for this uh this monument where communities right. could say we are now going to use eminent domain to redevelop those monuments that are on private property that, that, we don't want a church in our neighborhood we don't want this yeah. or something let's go ahead and use that too that's outrageous that's absolutely outrageous to go ahead and explain. Hello. Okay. You guys are turning my mic off there. That's a problem. All right. 
I guess that means it's time for me to wrap this up. All right, appreciate Hiram from First Liberty. Thanks for joining me, buddy. Hey, really thanks for having me. No, it was great. great. Thank, thank you. Thanks for uh, having me. If you need more information, please go to firstliberty.org. That's firstliberty.org. And if you have the ability, please donate a couple of bucks because they're out there working for your First Amendment rights every day. It's firstliberty.org. The next generation of talk radio. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. On the Blaze Radio Network. most culturally diverse morning show on the radio, hosted by a white guy. It's the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. You get to a point in your life where you stop admiring other guys for their car <laughs> or their wife or their amount That's of money. so bad. Is Hiram still in the building? And you only start admiring them for their hair. Is Hiram still in the building? He, get I him he's back gone here because he's gone. I'm ashamed. I am so mad at myself right now. For not asking the obvious question, even just off the air, uh-huh. that I wanted to add the entire time during that entire interview, I'm going, I love your hair. <laughs> it was great. It was cut perfectly. It was trim. It's got the nice shine. We're not joking. I don't, know what, kind, I don't know what kind it of product. Actually, I don't know what kind of product he uses. I, I, I thought the what, same thing as he's sitting here. I was like. Wow, that's really good hair. It was tremendous. Good hair. <laughs> tremendous. And, uh, and again, not uh, mocking. I'm being serious. No, I am deadly serious. I want to know where if he still if he gets a cut at the, at he's the boardwalk. Great, but, he, so here's the thing. He he's grayed, but it's a silver gray. Yeah, it's a it's a it's And then a, he gets it cut look. short, so it's a little spiky, but he had good products, so the perfect. silver is shiny. It's perfect. And it's perfect in alignment. Trimmed up nicely. I bet he gets right? I, I bet he gets the I bet it's the year. He's probably one of those guys who ticks me off because I, I should have done it a long time ago. You get the year pass at the boardwalk. What's the boardwalk? It's a the upscale one, men's place. Yeah. Upscale, yeah. Okay, boardroom. I'm calling board boardroom. Boardroom. Board boardroom. Yeah, board yeah. So and yeah, I, you know what you hear? So you get the boardwalk. Year. That's yeah, no. a different. I, I used to get my hair cut at the boardwalk. <laughs> it's right. no fun. I get a snow cone. I get your I get hair cut at the boardwalk, kid. Come here. <laughs> Hang on, I got to drop the fries first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the boardroom. I'm sorry, but the uh, so you get the year pass and then you can go anytime. Right, you go as many times right. as you want. Yeah, so you I'll go in a couple times, two or three times a week. Yeah, because that it was too good. It was, it was good. Too, it looked nice. It was trimmed perfectly. Had the right product on it. And I was so mad. <laughs> he walked out, and I'm like, man, I should ask him about his Darn, hair. I should have asked him. What about am I that doing? Shit. What am I doing? Yeah, you do get to that point where you stop uh, admiring people for their car <laughs> stuff, and you're like, I don't care what kind of car he's driving. Look at the hair. I find myself saying that to you, know, like. I had a really big hair. I don't. He's not young either. I, all the time, all the time. So good. maybe it's just people that are uh, more challenged in that department. I bet if you have a full head of hair, you don't admire guys for their hair anymore. Well, that's not necessarily true. Okay, that's fine. Um, I admire people for other things, but Thank I'm just you. saying with their hair. I mean, the bank account is still up there. I'm not that old yet, but that is, it's a player now. It's emerged as a player. And you know what else I admire? People with proper hearing. And eyesight. Right? Me I know too. you got the glasses or whatever. Fortunately, I don't have trouble seeing you know, or hearing yet. I don't have those issues or whatever. But part of the hearing is because I use Wax RX. Oh, see, that's I make why. sure it's cleaned all out. Remember the commercial they did a while ago where people thought they were having a stroke and it turned out it was hydro something, whatever. 
They, there's this there's this condition. They were advertising on TV for a while for like some medication to battle it or okay. system, and it for a lot of times people think they had a stroke, and it turns out it's this other condition. Okay, and not nearly as serious, but you got to know. And I was like, "Wow, that's awesome!" Yeah, no doubt. I imagine a lot of people have that when they when they finally clean their ears out properly with Wax RX. We're like, "I thought I was going deaf. I thought I was." Oh, oh my gosh, help. this is amazing. We've seen. I mean, we've seen. Uh, you know, we have seen some videos that uh, represent what you're talking about. You know, we're the, like, the, "Oh my gosh, yes, I can't believe it!" So blockage. Penny I, came out. All kinds of stuff. When we when I had uh, the debris that came out of my ears when I did the mm-hmm. uh, wax RX thing, right? Um, while it, uh, I didn't have the uh, the uh, the great feeling of aura about me that i could hear again because right. i could still continue hearing it was nice not having the feeling of that oh the, the debris, debris in there in you, whatever yeah. you just kind of always doing it's always the, right there itching yeah. your ear scratching or whatever hey you could try the wax rx system right now if you go to use but don't forget the promo code radio because you'll get a chip to your door absolutely free it's use for this amazing three-step system to help clear the earwax out of your uh, earwax out of your ears safely effective efficiently and in expensively certainly cheaper than going to a doctor just go to use waxrx.com use waxrx.com promo code radio to get it shipped to your door absolutely free so right, are you telling your, me that this yeah. great pacific garbage uh-huh ocean pollution mm-hmm. pile is not real uh no it's not is that what you're telling me yes you're telling me that these images uh-huh these images that I'm seeing on the you're internet. Me. You're killing me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the internet are not real. Because uh, you're killing yes. me. Uh, is what's if happening, you look my at them, friend. Uh, do you see you any are of them that are me. actually uh, out in the ocean and also an island uh, of it? Look at that. Yeah, okay. That's not in an ocean, number one. That's just uh, like uh, Look Mexico. at that. That's like the river in Mexico City. That's what those are. You you're notice, telling me that's not in the ocean. You, you notice you can't see a wide shot of it. Because it's that's too much. Okay. It's too big. Right, There's good, too right. much of it. All right, pull up. Show me the aerial footage. Show me the drone footage. Look, I'll pull back on the picture. World, there it is. Yeah, in today's world, we don't have any airplanes flying over. You can, look at the None picture. Of the, okay. Look at these yeah, drawings right here. Airplanes. Sorry, we didn't mean to offend you. Actually, yeah, we did. This is the Morning Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. We have an update. We have an update on the Red Hen restaurant. Oh, nice. You know the Red Hen restaurant. You understand what that is? I I do. It's in uh, in Virginia. Yeah, the Red Hen restaurant is the restaurant that um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders was asked to leave. Was asked to leave. This is in Lexington, Virginia. Correct. She was asked to leave, and we have an update. In their dis- downtown marketing restaurant district area that they're trying to keep uh, you know, keep right. it upscale and keep it nice. Exactly. So we have an update. Uh, the Red Hen Restaurant uh, is scheduled to reopen Thursday. This Thursday, the uh, 5th of July. Re- reopen. reopen? Yes. 
Why were they? Why were they closed? Well, through all of this uh, controversy, um, a lot of people had been uh, posting things online. Much of it inaccurate. In fact, over, overwhelmingly on Yelp, they have five stars <laughs> and one star. Very few fours, twos, and threes. So everybody's just running into their camp and going, one star because I'm a Trump fan. Five stars because I hate Trump. Right. Just back and forth, right? Right. So through all of this, and they had some protesters out front and whatever, they closed down and they're scheduled to reopen Thursday the 5th. Now, if you are protesting, do you know where Lexington, Virginia is, by the way? It's not near D.C. It's, it's over along the western border with, with West Virginia. Hours from Washington, D.C. It is, oh, Lexington's out in the middle of nowhere. Oh. Okay. And, I mean, it's a fine little town, nice little town. I've been through there a few times. But it's, it's not, like, popular. So even if you're in the region, you have been so motivated by this that you're going to go down there and protest. Have you, have you ever gone down and volunteered at that soup kitchen? Have you done anything with your church? Have you, have you helped? In, you see what I'm saying? You, you, you know the answers to those questions. Of course not. Now, I get you can make your decisions, do what you want, and I understand you're pissed off about this stuff. I'm pissed off at this stuff, too. On, you know, And I understand people pissed on the other side. I get it, and that's going to motivate you. But when you're loading up the family into the, into the family truckster there and you got your protest signs, kids, great. I mean, I marched to D.C., but I also volunteer and do work. You honey, know what I mean? Honey, we don't need any signs. They'll have them when we get there. Okay, good. We're going to down there. We're going to spend put in our time to let them know. Come on, man. If you're not putting in some time doing other things to help people, you have missed this or whatever. Yes. So, apparently, they've had some little protests out there. I mean, okay. it's Lexington, Virginia. It's not been real populated with the, uh, the protesters there. Well, look, that Main Street, Lexington, you know, that was, their, that was their whole deal. They were trying to revamp that and make that nice, which is probably one of the reasons that Sarah Huckabee Sanders and some of her friends were there. Were there because they it. were trying to, because Main Street, Lexington was trying to, you know, upgrade and be, make this nice little evening night. And they have this nice little downtown, kind of by the way. That's they what do. I'm yeah, they do. Yep. And they, it's called Main Street, Lexington, and that's where she also. I don't know if you're aware. She's the director, right? Or well, up the owner of the Red Hen. The owner of the Red Hen was the executive director of the uh, organization which promoted economic viability to Main Street, Lexington. She stepped down from that position, um, and the the president of the organization. Didn't say, oh, no, Stephanie, no, don't. Don't, please don't. No, she, we'll accepted, she accepted the resignation. Right, right. <laughs> well, okay, so here's something you got to remember, too. Being that far west and south of D.C. and over near the West Virginia border, you are talking the red part of Virginia. The blue part of Virginia is up near D.C. Yeah, you have some over in the coal fields that will be. But at, uh, at best for progressives, it is a split area. In other words, okay. if you're running... Main Street, Lexington, it is not overwhelmingly progressive. You know, if you're in D.C. and you pull this stuff, you're going to still still on board as Main Street, D.C., right? You're still going to be on right. board there. But we have some more information about the oh, Red Hen restaurant in Lexington, Virginia. Well, we know they're reopening on Thursday. Yeah, so, uh, yeah scheduled, to scheduled to reopen. Scheduled to reopen. Uh, 51-year-old Reginald C. of Martinsville, uh, Martinsburg, West Virginia, took things a bit too far while he was protesting. Oh, no. He allegedly threw bird poop at the restaurant. I thought someone actually threw actual human 
This was bird stuff. poop. Okay. I think you miss. I, I, there may have been somebody else, but this was bird poop. Okay. That, cause that's what really triggered me. You go first, see the story. Somebody's throwing something at the restaurant, vandalizing it's poop, whatever you go. Stupid to be. Dude, just what stop are you it. Doing? What are you doing? Come on. Oh, it doesn't matter. It. Okay. But then I was like, wait, did they say bird poop? Cause that seems odd to me. Really? Yeah. Throwing uh, bird poop seems odd to you. Um, how do you throw bird crap? How do you throw that? Well, it's not really voluminous. No, because it could come in a lot of volume. Solid. Right? I mean, if your dog goes, it can come and often does. Uh, little piles left behind yeah. in various uh, Some of it forms. Could, some of it has the viability to throw. Right. Uh, but bird poop, that's not been my experience. No, it has not. It, and it, when it gets old and clumpy and hard, it really you don't really know that it's bird poop. It's just gunk. Right. You know? And even when it does come in greater volumes, I mean, Grant, I've never been around condors. You know, or huge birds like... Oh, yeah, they're big. They're right, nasty. Right, something nasty. like that. Maybe theirs is... But for most birds I see, it's small bits of very liquid... Yeah. How are you chucking that? Well, you got to get under You got to get under the flock and get your cup. That's quite, that's quite a commitment to getting it right. Open your cup and run around underneath the right. flock. I got some. And get some of that poop and then okay, Let's over. say you got it. Let's say you do that and you throw it. Is it like a like a half a teaspoon? What's it hidden? <laughs> How do they, you know what my defense would be? Your honor, birds were flying by. Unless they have you on video throwing it, the bird did it himself. See, it's not likely that your building would randomly hit by other types of feces. But bird feces, your building is probably going to get hit by. Very possible. I mean, uh, uh, any human, I guess I should, uh, a lot of humans, many humans have been hit by bird poop. Yes, exactly. Just outside, not. Looking to get hit by bird poop. Now, I have some other questions. Let's say this was, in fact... You know, I'm really mad at myself for not trying to catch bird poop now. Right, at some point, right? Yeah. Let's say that this Reginald C. of Martinsburg, West Virginia, did actually throw bird crap at the building. Okay. Okay. And he somehow was able to find this bird poop enough that he could do it, right? Okay. Okay. Let's say. Um, Was the fact that it was bird excrement some sort of statement? performance art or was this still a crime of passion i mean it was the red hen right which is a bird it's foul a hen is a a bird right so um was this okay i'm gonna go down there i'm gonna throw some crap but it's gonna be bird crap (laughs) because the red or some greater statement or something or was this a crime of passion was he there and was like oh my god that bird just pooped let me pick this up and chuck it at the restaurant I got to know. Well, the headline says chicken feces, right? So oh, if you have say chicken. The headline said chicken. The ones I saw just said bird. So okay, chicken, so that opens up a whole it thing. It sure does. Because so if, if you had a chicken home, coop. Then it comes from and home. And you could get a, a greater amount yes. of it. Now that makes sense. So was he at home and said, I'm going to go down there and I'm going to throw some crap at it. I got a bunch of chickens out there. And you start scooping the stuff up. So right? you clean your chicken coop up. You're gonna, I'm going to collect this and go throw it at a restaurant. Oh, come uh, At the Red Hen. See? Okay. No, I, so then no, I want to know if it comes from, does the guy have a chicken coop? Or did, if he because if he doesn't have Where a chicken coop, get? then that means he has to go to somebody else's chicken coop. So not only is he throwing, he's not it. just throwing chicken right. poop on this restaurant, he's throwing stolen 
stolen boot. or he bought it. Did the guy he bought it from know what it was going to be used for? The intended, oh, and now you've got right. an accomplice in this thing. Somebody certainly called. Right. So there's a lot of questions here. <laughs> this thing. So there, I tell you what, if you're uh, if you're a chicken farmer, you now have a new access to uh, income. Oh, right. Selling chicken poop. That's right. Uh, as part of a protest, right? Yeah. Um, now, the story I saw, saw said that when this was over and the guy was arrested and whatever, he was arrested, charged with littering and disorderly conduct. Okay. Littering. Littering so, for chicken poop? Wouldn't it be vandalism? I don't know. I don't know the difference, but okay. I mean, I thought I knew what the difference was, but maybe there's some blur. Anyway, said after this happened... The local fire department was called to clean it up. Oh, gosh. I got some questions about that. Do we have photos at all of how much chicken I have poop not this seen guy it. had? There's uh, oh, about the, the same department? many photos they have as the Great Garbage Patch floating in the Pacific. Don't, don't start with me on the Great <laughs> okay. Garbage Patch. Okay. All right. So the fire department was called. Uh, do they specialize in this? I guess so. How much was there that they had to clean it up? They call the fire department. Is that like when you when you drop a a, a light bulb in in Home Depot? We have to call the right. Hazmat was this team. a hazmat situation? Right. Okay, if it was on private property, why was the fire department called? If it was on public property, why was the guy charged for throwing at the restaurant? It would have been charges throwing on the sidewalk. Right to do with this. And if I'm a firefighter, and they're like. Uh, we got a call. We got a call. Go, go. Get the suits on. Get the hats on. Go. So down the pole. Whatever. Wait, what? Chicken poop? Yeah, clean chicken poop. That's a little career I mean, emasculating, isn't of, it? Some of those uh, fire hose men do some serious power washing. Maybe that's what it was. I just, okay. Well, I got them out of the fire station for a few hours, so maybe they're happy. What else? Right. What else are they doing? Cooking something? Probably chicken. Sleeping. So that's all. A lot of questions about this Just story. That, uh, has fire department. Uh, red flag there. The um, the redhead uh, the redhead excuse me the red hen bar and grill in Napa California has also been mistaken for the red hen restaurant oh, in no. Lexington. Oh no, because so someone right. someone thought it was the same. Well, place? yeah. When this first happened, we had the red hen in D.C. They got targeted, which makes sense. You go, oh, it's Virginia, and this guy uh, in D.C. Okay. Gotcha. But then the Red Hen restaurant in New Jersey, they were targeted. And you go, well, that's pretty far away. Yeah. yeah the one in Napa. Are these franchises of the Red they're Hen? They're not, but people must think they are. And even if you think they're tied with it, um, it could be a franchise. They may not have any control over it. But these are all independent. There's no Red Hen franchise that I'm aware of. Well, Who damn it, there, there so should be. I know that's what I'm saying. Had you ever even heard of a Red Hen restaurant before that you recall? Not that I recall, okay. no. So this is the one in Napa that they got wrong. Independently owned and operated by a guy named Norm Swizicki. He better be. He better be a good guy. I'll tell you that. Does Norm believe in actually serving people that come into his restaurant? Norm said, "We're a local restaurant, not political. We don't refuse service to anyone." <laughs> Thank you. Do you know why he said that? Because so Norm's a businessman. He wants you. the cash. So a restaurant. Yes, I run a restaurant. My, I, the whole point of me having this business is so people come in, uh-huh. order food, uh-huh. pay for it, and leave. Huh. That's interesting how that Amazing. works Amazing. Those stupid. How do you... Okay. Red Hen Restaurant. I'll show them. Red Hen Napa. Huh. <laughs> and even if you thought, again, it was part of a, of a chain or something... 
You're still just going to bang the local one or whatever. It makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. Norm said within an hour of Sarah Huckabee Saunders posting the story, Sanders, um, Norm's red hen got about 500 Yelp comments. Just his. 500 negative Yelp comments within an hour. So everybody's clicking, looking for red hen, man. His staff had to take down their uh, the company Facebook page because of all the negative posts. The uh, weekend business, he said, he's been, has been down 30%. Wow. They had to stop. Uh, they had nonstop calls to the restaurant. A bunch of them were even threatening, he said. Again, this is the one in Napa. One Yelp comment. People posted. can't. People, I, 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 I'm going to say this, and, and I know yeah. the answer, but people can't be that dumb. I think you've got those radicals that, that are, and they're just not paying any. They just react. They're not looking for any new. They're not, even, they're not looking for nuanced arguments. As you know, they're not actually looking up where this restaurant's located, the story. They're not reading it. Um, there was a Yelp comment that said, I will not patronize any Red Hen restaurant <laughs> or any restaurant who won't treat any customer who would give them business the respect and service they deserve. Yeah. Um, yeah. I say this only half in jest. How's Red Robin doing? Why are you messing with Red Robin, man? If they mistake the the Red Hen in Napa for the Does one the Red in Hen Mexico, give you unlimited fries? Do they give you unlimited fries at that? Yes. Because I've never had good experiences at the Red Robin. Oh, what? Like the burger was eh. eh. They give you the large shake with the overflow. and the... I've never ordered a shake there. Are you? But the burger was eh. It was okay. It wasn't bad. Was it, was all you can eat fries. The burgers were always fine. Fine. See, that's it. They're not good. Are you an American? Dog? Thank you. Listen, I don't get the Red Robin. So I now I said this twice before, and I went again, and it was not a great experience. So if you're telling me I have to go again, I'll go again. Which which particular uh, location are you going? Various to? parts of the country. One yeah, was in see. Ohio. One was Virginia. See, the first was... problem that you went to is you're going someplace in Ohio. That's a different story. Okay, go ahead. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> What's the other? Are you no, just there is there is no other. Okay, okay. I yeah. will try it again. I will try it again if you're telling me that. I've only had I've only had one negative experience at a Red Robin. That was just because of my wife, who I can't take outside anymore. I got you. She had she had some allergic reaction to one of their spices. If you that's so that wasn't really that was more my wife than yeah, that's Red correct. Robin. But um, if you screw up the Napa Red Hen for one in Virginia, Napa, California, yeah, other coast. Don't you think people are going, Red Robin, I'll show them. Don't you think they're screwing that up? <laughs> it's very possible. And this guy said, I won't patronize That's, any Red Hen restaurant. It's very possible. Or, you know what? I'm not going to any place that even has Red or Right, hen when he sees Red Robin. Isn't that one of those places? I, there has to be a yes. dozen people in America that yeah, misunderstood that. that. I'm not going to any restaurant that has Red in the title. Red Flag, Red Dawn <laughs> Restaurant, Red Bird, Red Bird. That might as well be Red Hen. How do I know right? they're not same own? In fact, I'm not going to Lexington, Virginia ever, just to show them. <laughs> were you were you ever gonna go no, to no, I had no Lexington? To go there. No. Okay. Uh Yelp had issue has issued an active cleanup alert on the Napa Red Hen. <sighs> I, I I didn't even know how this worked, but fascinated. According to so I guess if you have a restaurant you can protest something yeah. that people are being targeted. Well yeah, the one there was one guy that was actually suing, right, over telling people yeah. and some of the places were uh some of the hotels now were making it part of your deal that you can't to use them. their if you lo- use their location for any kind of event. 
mm-hmm. weddings, uh, gatherings, business gatherings, whatever. There's no bad yelping. Wow. There's no bad yelping. Only good yelping or no yelping. Uh, on, on the So Yelp sent to the Napa Red Hen. We'll work to remove both positive and negative posts that appear to be motivated more by the news coverage itself than the viewer's personal cons- uh the view reviewers personal consumer right. experience with the business you usually can tell you know i mean while it's a pain if there's if they're getting overwhelmed by comments mm-hmm. it's a pain to go through them i i, I tend not to mm-hmm. um, i have there's other people in my family that will do such things like to go down those lists mm-hmm. and you can kind of tell if it's if it's real or not i mean i if i were him if i was norm i'd just say yeah go ahead and take all the negative ones down Right. I think the positive ones are correct. Those ones are fine. Those ones are accurate. I think those are good to go. I think the positive ones. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to tell. And, oh, yeah. Neil, I remember him. He was in here a couple weeks ago. He's a good guy. He comes in all the time. <laughs> you know, it's funny. But shouldn't, shouldn't they leave those up? I mean, that's uh, like a little payment, payment for your pain and suffering. Right. Whatever. Yeah, leave those ones up. That's cool. It's good. We got it or whatever. All right, uh, quick break. Get the uh, tweets in with the hashtag what I learned today. It's hashtag what I learned today. If you get a chance, please also today sign up for a Patriot Mobile account. PatriotMobile.com slash doc. It's PatriotMobile.com slash doc. They have great customer service and great coverage. But the main reason you're going to want to go ahead and sign up for them is because they're out there working for you. They were established to actually fight against Big Mobile, the progressive mobile companies, which is every other mobile company in America today. Boy, no kidding. It's, it's, it's bizarre. We don't, we don't look up the activism of most of the businesses that we associate with. You know, you're just buying a burger at Red Robin or you're going to the Red Hen restaurant or whatever. And then if you look it up like on Open Secrets or one of these um, websites that tell you where they spend their money, it's incredible. For years and decades, the only people that were active out there saying, hey, we're going to target business, we're leftists. We're the Rainbow Push Coalition, right? It was organizations like this. Um, what's uh, Jesse Jackson, or uh, what's uh, Al Sharpton's? Um, oh, I can't think what his is. What is Al Sharpton's? Can't think what it is. Anyway, yeah, National Action Network, NAN. They, they were out there going, hey, you, we're going to protest. You didn't have people out there uh, on the right doing this because they supported freedom. You know what I mean? It wasn't first free markets going and don't. So all of these companies just got used to it as part of the cost of doing business, funneling money to these different uh, organizations. So now it's disproportionate whether they're actually progressive or not. But uh, Patriot Mobile is the only non-progressive mobile company in America today. Sign up for an account. Stop having your money used against you. Do business with really good people that provide a great service. It's patriotmobile.com slash doc or 800-APATRIOT. Your attention, please. We are the number one show on the planet. The president said so. You're listening to The Morning Blaze, the number one listened-to show on the planet. I'm talking billions and billions of people. Believe me. Believe me. See? This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. 
888-900-3393. All right, lots of uh, good tweets and some that we definitely have to address here. Uh, TJ Toppin saying, we found another function of it, Real Chris Cruz. If left to Doc Thompson, show tweets will not be read. Yeah, that is true. Um, I have been Whatever. remiss in uh, sharing tweets today. Oh, let it go. No, I, I, I'm telling right. you, Norman, it's a Put up a bad report program, on Yelp. Like All right. <laughs> Don't Yelp us, is that what you're saying? Uh, speaking, Doc, you guys know the other Red Hen restaurants being attacked has been a story for a week, right? We've already heard about this uh, for at least a week. Uh, here's the thing, speaking, Doc. Yeah, I know that because um, I actually shared the story. And mentioned the one in New Jersey. This is actually an ongoing story, and this one has new information. It continues with new information about different restaurants and adding uh, Yelp coming to the rescue. Right, exactly. Um, and, yeah, some other and things. And plus, we talked about it. Well, what about we were concerned about other restaurants feeling the pain as well that might have a bird or the color red in their name? Well, and plus the, the statistics, uh, 30% off uh, weekend business off now. Which For is, a restaurant that is three thousand miles away so update to the story but if you didn't get that uh, maybe that uh, was not me and sharing that well, we were uh, glad we read that tweet way. uh whatchamacallit uh tweeting i heart red robin my local burgers good bottomless root beer floats and bottomless yes. fries. red robin yum okay Thank i keep you. hearing about this bottomless stuff right it's bottomless yeah i keep asking though is the burger good and you're like yeah, it's fine it's okay it was fine. No, that's not the like bottomless doesn't do me good if it's bottomless bad. If it's if it's like hey, it's it's all the you can French eat. fries it's, and the shakes are outstanding. It's bottomless. If the burger gets a okay, uh-huh. that's the reason to go there. It's bottomless, hot and ready. Fail done. In fact, the fries having, having and limited- the shakes are bottomless and good. See, like, if the burger is just okay, that means it's a good place to go. So the fries are good? You said they're bottomless. Are those good? Yeah, they're all right. <laughs> yeah, they're all right. You got to ask them to cook a little bit longer. See, the thing is, if like Hot and Ready had a, an all-you-can-eat, <laughs> like bottomless, all-you-can-eat Hot yeah. and Ready, um, let's say it was like $10, all-you-can-eat right. all is bottomless. Um, the like, like one pizza would be like 15. Okay. Cause it's so bad. The bottomless, the, all you can eat would be less. So you'd pay more to get less cause it's bad. See, that's how awful it is. No. It'd be like that. No, I, I'm not doing that math. <laughs> You're is that not- new math? I'm just saying it has to be good for limitless. It is. Put whatever. your wine in. I've been there at least twice and I think thrice, but I will subject myself to something that was heh at best. And one of the times it was horrible service. Horrible service. But that's still I, can't, very I, good can't, for the I, I have no control over that. I know, and I'll give you that. But my wife said, oh, it's good, whatever. Red Robin, mm, let's go. Fine. So we went, and it was like, and I was did like, you how get, is it? Did you get bottomless fries? I don't remember. Did you get bottomless shakes? No, you were too concerned. Is my burger any do good? Sweet, what about my fries? burger? Do they have sweet potato fries? Do they have sweet potato fries? I don't know. Okay, see, so, so you're coming. When to I get bottomless fries, I don't have. Can I have sweet potato fries? The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, only on the Blaze Radio Network.
culturally diverse morning show on the radio, hosted by a white guy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Nationwide protest denounced Trump's immigration policies. There it is. Nationwide protest denouncing his immigration policies that he just changed. I am so tired of Trump. And we're heading into the 4th of July, coming up uh, day after tomorrow. So, of course, it's kind of on a hiatus for some news. There's not a lot going on. So they're just going to keep banging that drum. Oh, my gosh, this is so frustrating. And then the nonsense surrounding the shooting last week. The nonsense of everybody just trying to glob onto this and and trying to co-opt it and make it like it was something that um, the other side did. Well, that's for sure. So frustrating. That's for sure. All that that stuff. Almost immediate. I just, uh, I don't, I don't know how you come back from that. I don't know if you know anybody who did that. It should absolutely ruin their credibility moving forward. I don't care if it's a spouse or somebody on the radio. <laughs> if your spouse, while this was rolling out, going, is probably one of them damn Trump supporters, or you can bet it was because of Maxine Waters. You should just say, okay, I'm not talking to you anymore. I mean, cut all business ties. You should probably get a divorce. If it's your spouse, just get divorced because <laughs> Leave now. you you don't need any part of that. It doesn't matter if they agree with you. If you have kids, it doesn't matter if it'll wreck your finances, whatever. Divorce them. You're going to be better off. You don't know what other crazy decisions they are going to make in the future if this is how irretrievably stupid they are. It's probably one of those damn Trump supporters. It's probably Maxine Waters caused all this. I, I just heard there was a shooting seconds ago. You can bet it's because of Trump. We're going to keep fighting. We're here. I am not. I'm not afraid. Keep these families together. All right, speaking duck. Here you go. A restaurant manager in Vancouver, Canada, was fired for refusing to serve a man wearing a MAGA hat. That's new. That is new. Okay. It was not at a red hand. Not the first time. No, we had the we had the guy here in in Florida at uh, at the Cheesecake Factory that they wouldn't serve and made fun of him. Well, actually, they were serving him. They were just making fun of him, right, with his mega hat. (laughs) Yes, yeah. I uh, I don't know if you know this about Canada. Canada is not really uh, what you'd call conservative. They're not. uh, It's not conservative. The conservatives in Canada are more like um, like Lindsey Graham. Like their uber ultra conservatives conservative. are like just yeah they're a little to the right of Lindsey Graham, uh, which is bad. Yeah, it's uh, anyway, just they're if not. You're not, if you're not aware right. of that. It's bad. Yeah, Lindsey is like two notches on the left. Yeah, so no kidding. Yeah, they're still on the. That's the and conservative worse, people. By the way. Now there are some that are more, but generally speaking, you've got okay. This is the liberal side. This is the conservative side, and the conservative side is. It's where they're trying to take this, where you keep seeing, you know, half the Republican Party is the Lindsey Grahams and the John McCains out there and the Bushes, Jeb, and, and the others, where they are progressive. That's where, where Canada is, is where they want to take us. Then you do have a handful of more conservative people, like in Congress, the Mark Meadows, the Dave Bratz, um, um, people like this, right? I'm trying to think of the guy at Iowa. I was trying to think, uh, Rod Blum, people like this. Uh, we had, uh, it was the uh, news network we used to partner with in uh, Canada. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, Sun. Yes, and they, Sun and, Network. And they were awesome. They and were there's plenty of people, that are, uh, Brian Lilly and yeah, his Brian's awesome. are still uh, putting out uh, yeah. some great product. But they are not most conservatives in Canada. Anyway, so this restaurant manager in Vancouver, 
which is very progressive, refuses uh, to serve a guy wearing a MAGA hat. His name's Darren Hodge. He asked the unnamed customer to remove his MAGA baseball cap. The man said that he had the right to wear it and refused. Now, we don't know if he was American, Canadian, what. Right. But he refused. Hodge told him that, well, well, we're not going to serve you then. And the man subsequently left the restaurant. So what's wrong with that? It's fine. And now, compare this with the red hen thing where people went through. I take the same stance. Absolutely. It's Canada, so assuming it was in America, whatever, it's their laws are crazy, whatever. But if it was in America, yes, you have the right or should have the right do that too. Serve who you want to serve. Yes. You want to kick people out for whatever. And I stand with them just as much as I think it's ridiculous. As a business owner, I would say you're being really stupid. Of course. Why? But you can do why? it. Why wade into these waters? But yes, absolutely. You don't want somebody, you don't want to serve somebody, then you shouldn't serve someone. Tell them to get out. The, I, yeah, the restaurant is owned by they own a company that owns a lot of restaurants it's called the Sequoia Group. I love the Sequoia the Group. Sequoia Group the, is the, awesome. How's their burger? Um, they're good. They have unlimited fries. The burger's just meh. But uh, Sequoia Group's good, but I really love the Elm Group. Oh, okay. The Dutch Elm Group is even better. But I love them. Anyways, Sequoia Group uh, <laughs> offered uh, a comment on Hodge's refusal. First of all, they fired him. Wow. They fired him, and then they yeah. offered a comment, and they said his refusal to service amounted to a violation of the company's, quote, philosophy of tolerance. There you go. This, again, is Canada, not a conservative place, right? And I don't know where the rest of Sequoia restaurants are. Maybe 90% of them are, you know, in America or Liechtenstein. I don't know. I assumed it was primarily Canada. Maybe That's I'm wrong. Liechtenstein. They, but they've got it. They're very conservative yeah. there. But imagine that to actually saying the, poli- the philosophy and policy of tolerance applies to people that you find intolerant, even if you're on the left. Amazing. Uh Shocking. It's so simple, but unique and rare. And good for them. Their quote was, Sequoia does not support intolerance of any kind, and it is because of these principles that we cannot discriminate against someone based on their support for the current administration in the U.S. or any other bona fide political party. I mean, I, they get I, it. Thank you. Done. Now, maybe they're just CYA. Fine. Okay, At least whatever. you said the right thing. That's just it. Yeah. All right, good. Uh, and, and by the way, there's a whole other um, issue at play. The guy does not own the restaurant. He was a manager, one of the managers right. at one of their restaurants. So you should know better than to kick somebody out if it's not going to be company policy. He might not even know his own company policy. You should. So aside his, from... I'm not... I'm not yeah. I'm not saying that's an excuse. That's, right, I mean, that's but his he's deal. Pro- no, he probably does not know. You can. We had a, we had a, we had a, we had a, a, a tolerance. Right. What? What? Now Hodge has now gone on the record after being fired. Oh boy! Take a stab at uh, something that he said. Can you? Can you go? Go ahead. How do you think he handled this? I'm sure he handled it great. Here's you what know, I, I would say: thank, trying to look I want to for thank future the Sequoias I would, for uh, giving me an opportunity to uh, be a manager and learn the food service industry and and create. And I want to uh-huh. apologize for yeah. uh-huh. going against the tolerance policy of the company. And yes, mm-hmm. I wish that uh, mm-hmm. I just want to apologize to them, and I want to apologize to uh, Mister What's His Face, the MAGA hat wearer. Yeah. And uh, just say I'm sorry and uh, good luck in the future. Yeah, I do something like that because he's going to need a job. 
Now, even if you're somebody that stands on principle or whatever, and I, so I was just guessing that that's what it's he said. similar, a little different. Okay. I, I may t- tweak it a little bit for me and say something like, okay, listen, I'm somebody who stands on principle and I'm sorry that our, our principles uh, did not fall in line. Uh, I am looking for a company that my principles will fall. And the number is 888-555-8855 online at, right, okay, and I get that out there. But so his was a little different. He said, I stand by my decision to ask the patron to remove his hat. The MAGA hat has come to symbolize racism, bigotry, Islamophobia, misogyny, white supremacy, and homophobia. As a person with a strong moral background, I had to take a stand against this guest choice of headwear while in my former place of work. Absolutely no regrets. Here's the thing. If you are a restaurant owner that is considering hiring this Hodge, and let's say you're even progressive. There's something else at play. Yeah, there has to be. The guy is still rogue. So while your ideas and philosophies may line up right now, good job, Hodge. I'll hire you because you're a progressive and so am I. And I think Trump is all about bigotry, Islamophobia, white homophobia, whatever. I but agree too. So yes, I will hire you. What happens tomorrow when he agree or uh, when you disagree with something? Something that doesn't go with the company policy. Remember, it's all just different degrees of progressivism or liberalism. Oh, my gosh, yes. You're going to trust this guy then? He's not going to go rogue in the future on you? I mean, you know he will. I mean, you know he will. There it is. You know he will. There's no, there's no question that he, that he won't. So just, you know, let him go down to Bermuda and work at the hotels there or something. I don't, I don't know what. I don't know what. I don't know where you, I don't know where you go from that. I don't... Um... I, I don't know. I don't know where we go in general when it comes to restaurants, um, and and a little of the Me Too thing. Hashtag Me Too. Well, how's their burger? Is the most important question I'd ask. Well, of course, restaurants. of course. I mean, if it's a woman, it's is she hot? I mean, we know that if it's a restaurant, <laughs> how's the burger? Thank That's you. absolutely true. Thank you. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> where where do you go? How, first of all, how does a business? How should a business handle itself? Well, oh, most. Uh, well, let me back up too. Let me pause and say, most of us, if we started businesses, we're going to have some sort of moral foundation. And if you did things that were outside of that, you know, there there, there is a line. It's not going to just do whatever the hell you want, employees. Wear an fu customer shirt, you know, Trump hat, whatever you want. There's going to be some limitation. But when you start waiting for politics, most of you, for most, right, most. But how would you handle? It? You set up the the business or whatever, and you're okay. Here we go. We're not going to have a policy on this. We'll let everybody, whatever. Um, if you say to everybody, listen, we're not going to be political. We just want everybody's money. Just come in. You want a good burger? We got a great burger, unlimited fries, apparently. And you give us your money and that's the the end of our business. Most businesses would say, that's cool. That's great. What happens when you get an employee go rogue and then the story hits? Okay. For example, the redhead guy in Napa, the guy said, we will serve anybody. We're apolitical. Um, just come on in and then even said, Hey, we'd love to have Sarah Huckabee Sanders come in. Eh. What did that do? People that now hate Trump that supported the red hen in Lexington, hear him say that and think, Oh, so you support her. You'd welcome her. And only because we welcome everybody. Yeah. Do you see the battle there? Yes. Or you get an employee that goes rogue like this place in Vancouver, right? Right. That's not us. We're apolitical in this. Well, their statement was actually, 
Um, very tolerant, right? Yes. What was it? Uh, was let me make sure I get this right here. Um, it's not in po- line with our philosophy of, of tolerance. Philosophy, yeah. The problem is the people on the ref- left think there are things that truly are intolerant and accept intolerance because they think hatred and bigotry and such are things that uh, it's acceptable to be intolerant of. They have to be, right? Right. I mean, that, that's that's their whole point. That's that's the that's, that's the it. Maxine Waters. And that's, that's the reason the we look at them and Chelsea say Chelsea Handlers. That's yeah, all of them. We look at them and say you're being a hypocrite and they say no we're not because there's some things like that you cannot tolerate. Yeah. We just can't. Then stop using the word tolerant and acceptance and all of this stuff. So the well, point we do is, to- we do tolerate and accept everyone. Except right? people who are intolerant. Except well, you're being intolerant of different views. No, no, no. So if you're a restaurant, how do you handle that? You could be saying, we're doing great, we're serving good burgers and apparently unlimited fries, and uh, it's great, people come into money or whatever, we're just sailing along, serve everybody, no politics whatsoever, and somebody believes something, or this gets out there, you're thrust into the middle of this thing. One way or another, you're thrust in the middle of it. How do you get back to, we just want to serve burgers, guys, we're just doing this. And... The reason I ask this, is this the world we want? Is this the world we want where you can be a business owner and you didn't do anything wrong and all of a sudden you're targeted by knuckleheads, extremists on either side? And what is and the reason is not the knucklehead extremists, is not the story, is the way stuff is perpetrated, or not perpetrated, but posted and presented on social media yeah. and in the media, traditional media. What is that's the court of public opinion we keep talking? It's the me too. It's the allegation that Kirk Jones touched me in an inappropriate way. You too? Yes, Kirk Jones touched me in an inappropriate way. You too? Yes. And then once the story's out there, what happens? Then Kirk Jones has to battle the story that I told, even if I'm lying. I could be just trying to take Kirk Jones down, right? I could just be trying to do that and claiming. That while we were in the bathroom yesterday, he came up behind me and just touched me gently but inappropriately. And now he's going to have a difficult time finding a job. I said, hey, what are you doing? Now, let's say it's proven that I just said that to hurt his chances of getting a future job. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Are half the people that heard about him touching me inappropriately going to get that story? Some are still going to believe it. How how do we handle that, Jeff? I mean, I would say you have to go to Yelp and file a complaint. File a complaint file against a complaint Kirk Jones and have Yelp, you know, discontinue any of the comments that they feel are bad. And by the way, that's only if I didn't enjoy the what some would consider inappropriate, or if it no, was inappropriate. I don't think it matters. It could right? be inappropriate it to matter. one, whether you enjoy it or not. It's still inappropriate. Well, no, it could be appropriate to me, but inappropriate to you. See, I may enjoy Kirk Jones soft. Gentle, caressing touch randomly throughout the day. Who you would? may be troubled by it. Who would? Yeah. So I'm just saying this is, I think it starts with number one, uh, rule number one, don't be an ass, right? Let's, let's remember so. that. I think so. I think that's the number one, right? I, I, right. I, I, I think about what you would have as a restaurant. What do you do? I don't know what you do. It's so Well, allegations against the boss in, too. It's so difficult in today's times to say what you should do and what you shouldn't because whatever happens when, if you are targeted, I mean- I don't know how how to tell you to handle it except just to say if you're if it was a problem you say we fixed it and walk away and remember always remember that just because somebody news team sticks a camera in your face you don't have to talk to it 
Right. You don't have to talk to it. Just because a, some guy shows up on your front lawn with a microphone and a camera doesn't mean you have to talk to it. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe not be so triggered. That's very possible. I would that say would that's help. probably that the biggest lot. thing. Stop being triggered. Just stop. I mean, what do you? The, the people that are calling the restaurant and doing all this stuff. Yes, I get you're frustrated and you feel like you have to battle back. You're you're not actually doing anything. You're that's not actually a battle. You're not. It will accomplish <laughs> nothing. But as long as you keep doing it, yeah, we're going to keep heading down this path. Yes. Stop being triggered by this stuff. Maybe. Um, you know, uh, do things that are actually going to matter. That'd be nice. Vote. Spend that time helping your fellow man. Any of these things. And, of course, as you said, left bank. Yeah. Wait, what? Left bank. Walk away. Walk away, Renee. Don't you remember the song with the left bank? Walk away, Renee? Yes, I do remember. <laughs> okay, there it is. Yeah. You remember that? They played at your, uh, what, high school prom? <laughs> What was, no, what they, was it? they played it at my grandfather's anniversary. Your grandfather's so I was just a little, was a little What? Because that was like a 60s song. I yeah, that I was that your life. I wasn't even alive. Wow, that seems... Huh. How old are you? Just right there. Right. <laughs> By the way, when they found that yearbook, was that really you? I don't know what you're talking about. Dang. I, I always try to get you to slip up around the office, and you just don't, I don't know what you're talking there. about. All right. Can we uh, take a moment and remind you Realize of the... Even yeah. Glenn Beck. What about him? Thinks he's so sneaky. Has he been sneaky? We were, we were at uh, this little gathering, and uh, I see Glenn Beck over there talking to my daughter. Talking to your daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah? And did your daughter know? I've sued. Oh. <laughs> I nice. was triggered. Nice. I was triggered. The website is beckcryptoshow.com. Beckcryptoshow.com. This is for a free online investment training broadcast uh, hosted by Glenn Beck. And it's done with Tika. Glenn's had uh, Tika, the cryptocurrency expert, on his program from the Palm Beach Letter. This is really good information on cryptocurrency. Hey, maybe you'll get the information and say, you know what, Doc? I don't get it. Or maybe, Doc, I don't think it's going to be the future. Maybe, okay, that's fine. But I guarantee you this technology is something that is going to be around for a while. And how we use it could go a lot of different directions. May not be Bitcoin, may not be for cryptocurrencies that are sustainable down the road forever. But having that knowledge is going to help you with um, make informed choices. Decide for yourself. I think it is going to be around for a while. And I do think that some of these cryptocurrencies are going to be the standard. You may still have the dollar, the euro, whatever. You may still have gold and silver, whatever. But I do think crypto technology is going to be a viable investment in the future for a long time to come. If you want the information, go to BeckCryptoShow.com. Sign up for the free webinar. It's BeckCryptoShow.com. Absolutely free. Tika's going to give you some uh, recommendations on some uh, cryptocurrencies that uh, he thinks could do real well. Register now. You'll also uh, be able to take part in the Palm Beach Letters exclusive $2 million Bitcoin giveaway. It's all at BeckCryptoShow.com. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. All righty, that is it, ladies and gentlemen, the end of the Morning Blaze. But before we go, as always, let's find out what we learned today. We learned the number of plastic bags it takes to kill a pilot whale, 80. 
That's how many. That's exactly what we learned. Now, some may die at like 72, but we, well, know, we, that if, we yeah. know that 80 is too much. Right, but 80 will definitely do it. I mean, yeah, freak things or a smaller whale, you know, or they got some other health issue, like an older whale, something like that, an older pilot whale. But we know 80 is the definitive number. We do know that 80 is the definitive number. We learned that unlimited food is only a good thing if the food is actually good. Then it's just whatever. <laughs> Finally, we learned that it was lost for eight years, but the Democrats have now found the Constitution. It had fallen in the backside of the drawer, but they have it. They Absolutely. have it now, and they're happy to talk about it. Jeff Fisher, what, if anything, did you learn today pinch hitting for Chris Cruz? I learned that uh, you uh, seem to care about uh, the uh, the ocean and uh, litter and I debris. I care all about it. But uh, you don't care about the pile, the floating pile of trash no, in the ocean. That's because it's not real. It's not that's legit. That's what I learned. It ticks me off. And I also learned that, that uh, our little uh, Justice League attorney. Yeah. Who, who's now it's first liberty. Yeah. Justice League. It's firstliberty.org. They, uh, you know, he was saying, he told us about the lady that uh, came, couldn't pray in her house. Right. And I asked him uh, uh-huh. if it was Missouri or Kansas. Right. And he said Missouri. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it was on the Kansas side. Okay. okay, according so to the story, it was that? on the Kansas side. So he you... admitted that he was from Oklahoma, so he hates Missouri. <laughs> Wait, do you think it was conspiracy? That's right. It's a FirstLiberty.org conspiracy. me off. And why do you love Missouri? You're not from Missouri. I like Missouri. Missouri, my son played football for Missouri for six years at the University of Missouri. Columbia, I mean, and I have the soft spot What's in my your heart connection? for that. I have a soft spot in my heart for Missouri, which are, you know, Oklahoma. How long did, how long we did live he in play? Texas. People in North Texas, sometimes you can smell Oklahoma. They live in this how long close. did he go to school there? Six years. He still may be going to school there. As a matter of fact, I haven't, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't talked to him in a while. What of anything did the listeners <laughs> learn today? The listeners learned about uh, seriously bullying problems going on in the pilot whale uh, world. All right. Yeah, they're making they're making big. Uh, what do you got there? They're making big whales. Uh, what are you talking about? Right there. You got to get to the tweets. Oh, what they learn today? Clock's a haircut, ticking. A haircut on the boardwalk cost twenty bucks. Save us downtown. Save us downtown. Yes, it does. Thank That's you. what it costs. Thank you. That was before Zach. Uh-huh. Amanda talked about uh, having a dolphin spit in her face and uh, bite her elbow. Stinking water rat. See, thank you, Amanda. <laughs> make and, sure make sure your dolphin is tuna free. And uh, uh, Sam L. wanted to remind us that, uh, and I just thought about this a couple of minutes ago, July is National Ice Cream Month and Women's Motorcycle Month. Not sure what that means. That sounds like a good day. That sounds like a fine day today. All right, I can get those new numbers out of procrastination. I can do them tomorrow, though. What else do we have coming up tomorrow? Oh, no. It's your show. Okay, I thought you did. Do you know what uh, Glenn has coming up today? I do. uh, Stu. Sad state of affairs on the Glenn. Sad state of affairs on the Glenn Beck program. All right, remember the morning blaze is today a Jeffy production. Six Semper Tyrannus. Good night, Steve Cannon. Wherever you are. With Doc Thompson. Part of the next generation of talk radio. This is the Blaze Radio Network.